0: and welcome to ring post radio i am your host ryan Knightsey, and with me as always is my fellow host from well not i was gonna say another coast but we're on the east coast scotty edwards scotty welcome to the show again
1: hello well again i would hope by again you just said i was your (laughs) co-host like I'm, i'm literally here every single week like there is never a time i haven't been here I mean, the one time I wasn't, you also weren't here. So technically, mm-hmm. I've never missed an episode. Yeah, and that- that's a big credit <laughs> to me, uh, not you, because I'm here and you are not. So I don't, I don't know where we're we're going with this. The host Let's It feels like it, it feels like we're starting off very hostile. To be, to be fair, our show ended last week on my Adam Cole joke, and I think that was peak. So now it's just mm. downhill.
0: I thought the last week's episode was great. I think that was an all-time show ending on an all-time joke. Uh, You you know, you've ended, you've ended two weeks on Adam, on uh, jokes. Can you go for, can you go, are we going to continue it? Do you have one primed and ready for the end of the episode?
1: I never have one primed and ready. It just kind of happens. So we'll see. We'll see in about uh, two hours. That's fair. That's fair. Strap in folks for uh, another great
0: episode of ring post radio coming to your ear holes. Um, today we're gonna be talking about uh, G1 Climax has officially started. We got a jam-packed show, honestly. G1 Climax is uh started with a lot of news coming out of G1 as well. Uh, plus we'll just get our, some of our initial thoughts um on the tournament so far. Um, AEW had its Grand Slam week, having Dynamite and Rampage both take place out of Queens, New York, out of Arthur Ashe Stadium. And we're going to review those shows. Um, we're also going to preview Extreme Rules. You know, we record the show and it comes out on Sunday. So tonight is going to be WWE's Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Uh, I believe at the time of recording, um, not a single match on the card is Extreme Rules. Uh, no, one there,
1: there's one. Is I there mean, one? Just, I, I got to yeah.
0: update my card then.
1: They made Roman versus uh,
0: Finn Balor or the, the demon.
1: The, Roman versus The Fiend. Uh, you know, whatever. What's it called? Where am I going with this? Extreme Rules. They made it Extreme Rules. (laughs) They just just made that one match? Yeah. I mean, this pay-per-view, they clearly just don't have another idea for a new pay-per-view, but they should figure out one because literally no one would be upset if you got rid of the not-so-Extreme Rules.
0: Yeah, Extreme Rules could easily be called anything else, but that's fine. Today, tonight, it's going to be called Extreme Rules, um, despite having no eye-for-an-eye matches on the card. Um, but we're going to start off the show here today with the finals of the Stardom five-star Grand Prix. Uh, I think this was a really great tournament. I don't know. I, obviously I'm a new Stardom watcher, so I don't know where it, it scales in the, um, hierarchy of, uh, five-star Grand prix. but I thought this was a very solid tournament so far, or not so far. I thought this was a very solid tournament. I thought there was a lot of good stuff, obviously a lot of like juggling having to do with the schedule and injuries and whatnot but i think they got through it got has a lot of good matches and um, uh, you know we'll talk about the winner but i think the right winner
1: that they, they had to do a lot to make all of this work and uh you know in the end some people are happy a lot of people were happy i think just with the overall delivery of this tournament i think You know, I've watched tournaments of theirs in the past. I've went through the archives and whatnot. And, you know, Cinderella is a unique one because there's over-the-top rope eliminations. And, like, that's not technically up to match quality and whatnot, but they're enjoyable. Um, For me, this tournament is an all-time tournament in professional wrestling. Uh, The way they were able to, you know, even with all the problems delivered, they broke attendance records that they've ever had like they smashed any they had before um of course the final ended up beating ag1 and the dragon gate show which i think was the actual like one of their big shows yeah dragon
0: gate dragon gate dangerous gate which was headlined by Yamato versus Kota Minora for the open the dream gate title and then uh, it also outdrew New Japan Day Three of the climax, which was Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, by it beat New Japan by like three hundred tickets, and mm-hmm. it beat Dragon Gate by like twenty nine. But you right.
1: know, it's a win to win. Yeah, well, because those two are the top two promotions in Japan in terms of attendance, popularity, and whatnot. So anytime you can beat them, especially you know Stardom, who. I think a lot of people know by now they are on the upswing more than ever. They might be, you know, AEW in the United States, of course, is like the talk of the town, but that stardom is essentially the same in Japan. So it's been interesting to watch both of them. But when you, when you look at the tournament, the quality of matches all the way throughout, it's been like a two month run pretty much almost to the date. Yeah. They delivered the best, uh, you know, overall performance of a tournament. And, you know, they lost Julia, who I think a lot of people thought was going to win and they made it work. They still made it work perfectly and picked the correct winner in my eyes. And I, you know, I've been on Twitter. I had many a scuffle yesterday with people, but I always thought that is the moment Julia was out. Sure who I just spoiled congratulations to everybody sherry was the only choice it I love Momo she's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world mm-hmm. but if you've watched and paid attention to the story that they are telling with sherry this was the only way and I think she has been one of the best wrestlers in the world this year and I'm just happy she got her big moment
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, The finals, of course, uh, for the five-star Grand Prix finals, both uh, members getting 12 uh, points in their respective blocks. Shuri and Momo Watanabe, um, they go out. Of course, they wrestled earlier in the show as well. um, But I think, what was it? Uh, Shuri went to like a uh, a 20-minute draw. 20-minute draw. (laughs) Yeah,
1: she went to a 20-minute draw to Takumi Roha in in a match where they just you know, excuse my language, they beat the piss out of each other. And Momo wrestled for three minutes against two children. So, like, <laughs> that that was my whole problem with having Momo in the final. And some people, like, you know, contested me on this. But it doesn't necessarily make her look the best. But I guess losing to Sherry, who, you know, is a former UFC fighter and, you know, just an overall top star who has shown she can wrestle 43 minutes before you know collapsing yeah. and onto the floor it, i guess it doesn't look too bad so i got over it very quickly because the moment and all the announcements they had after i was like okay well i don't even have a moment to be upset about momo but i'm going to celebrate sherry because uh they delivered
0: yeah, it, they definitely um, were teasing the idea that like Momo could win just because it's like, oh yeah, she only wrestled. She wrestled what the first match of the night um, in a triple threat that lasted five minutes. Shuri yeah. wrestled in uh, one, two matches previous of the final in a twenty minute draw. So they're definitely like they're stacking the deck to make it look like Shuri won't be able to do it, so that when she eventually won. It mm-hmm. makes her, you know, makes her look even better. And it also, right. not only does it make her look even better, but it makes sense, you know? She went yeah. to that, she, um, uh, obviously, you know, her match against Utami, like, I mean, really both matches against Utami, like, they went super long. Um, so she, it, they have a history where it's like, oh yeah, Shuri can last. Shuri's mm-hmm. got the endurance to do these things. She can do the marathon that is, the, I mean, obviously here, the tournament here. She can do yeah. the sprint, she can do the marathon.
1: Well, the yeah, the unique aspect here is that making the block finals is still a big step, sure, for yeah. wrestlers. And like Momo, I people will never remember this, but she is 21 years old, like, mm-hmm. there is a lot of time left. Uh, it's because you know, at the age of 18, she had the most dominant title reign in stardom history. So people, you know, she's instantly like very far ahead that of uh, what people expect from her. But I think Shuri was the only person to go with. Um and it just made all the sense in the world. And I'm happy the way they did it because uh I also felt you know Takumi Roha would be a good choice if they just want to give Tommy a title defense. And of course Oh, they gave her a title defense, but she there's a chance that Tommy defends three times before the Shuri match. Now, yeah, oh yeah,
0: because of Best course, two. of course, Shuri wins the Five Star Grand Prix yep. and says that she's going to challenge at Sumo Hall. Yep. Uh, we, we, I don't have the on the
1: 29th of December.
0: So we got ways away before that. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can pull up. I don't know. if Do you know off the top of your head who uh, Utami's potential challenges are?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, this, it, is, the, this it, is the trivia time of the, of the show. It, it will probably go based off this tournament. That's how you, you know, make challengers for these wrestlers, of course. Um, even though the Tam stuff might not matter, um, which is kind of funny. Uh, either way. So Takumi and Utami went to a draw, which is the reason that they will be wrestling on the upcoming osaka Joe Hall show, which is, you know, massive deal. Takumi Roha, an outsider, and I, I put that in air quotes because Takumi Roha's career started in stardom, and people just don't like to acknowledge that. She just, you know, left to work with, you know, the most famous women's wrestler in the, all of Japan, in Chigusa Nagayo, and, and really the world. Uh-huh. Um, not a not a crazy idea. Um, so that will you know main event there, but it's there's a good chance that Utami defends once against Micah because she lost to Micah on the opening night of the tournament. Um, there's also a chance she could defend against Konami, who she also lost to, and then if they wanted to get crazy, which it, this is very possible if she loses the title at the Osaka Joe Hall show they could do utami versus tam nakano again because on the final day tam nakano defeated utami to win uh not well win but yes but eliminate utami from the tournament so there are clear options here for utami as we work our way to that shuri show and that's when you know i think the biggest question mark arises of does utami finally drop the belt or or which There's no guarantee of that she drops it to Shuri, even though I think she should. Mm -hmm. Or does she wait and does she drop it to Julia? That will be the question then. But I expect some good uh, title matches because that's Utami's job.
0: And she's done a great job of that. Uh, Well, let's talk
1: about the match itself from the finals.
0: uh, Shuri versus Momo Watanabe. Uh, they the two went out there, like we said, uh, 18 minutes and 36 seconds with Shuri getting the win over Watanabe.
1: What do you think of the match itself, Scotty? Um, I thought, you know, seeing that Shuri had wrestled 20 minutes already, Mm -hmm. and seeing that you know, Momo was fresh or because the only she, she had a match, but it was on the pre show, I thought they just beat the they just killed each other. Like there wasn't a second to like take in like the atmosphere for these two. They just went right at it. They were hitting kicks on each other's chest. Like nobody's business um, at the beginning, there was multiple times where I thought they knocked each other out. Like they, uh, they hit the, so there was one time when Momo put um, Sherry up for the tree of woe and just decapitated her with a kick to the skull after, uh, and then there was also another time where Sherry hit like her version of a punt kick, yeah. Where she just and Momo was like, "Oh, I was like she's dead." But the the beauty of what these two did was that they continued their story from earlier this e- earlier this year, um, which I found interesting. So they wrestled twice in January, uh, once to a draw and then once in a title match with Sherry won they had a mutual respect there and they had a mutual respect here because they know how each other work. And I think that just led to what was a fantastic uh, way to cap off the tournament. And in the end, of course, Shuri winning was very cool because you never, you never really knew like, yeah, Shuri made sense, but you never really knew because it's, it was the freshness deal. It was the fact that Momo was fresher and, it would make sense. This would be a way to, you know, have Shuri lose and no one would bat an eye. So I thought the way they played up to the drama was awesome, and it it was just such a great final match between the two ladies.
0: Yeah, I thought the match was great. There's something about um, Shuri's style of wrestling that sort of like that strong style, you know, mm-hmm. you know, MMA background. Uh, style wrestling that really you know really attracts me as like a new fan, and mm-hmm. I would have to imagine attracts a lot of people. I mean, we talked about how um, the Utami match did really well business for Stardom. Mm-hmm. Just we talked about just now how the finals did really well ticket sales. I mean, it was a it was a COVID sellout. Um, in Still the in, in the building, um, and you know in. You like you said, you know, coming into the finals, the belief. And it's like, that's also the thing about, like, ticket sales is like, oh, Mm -hmm. man, who sold the tickets? You know, it's a little bit the finals, a little bit the name of the finals and whatnot. But, like, I imagine, like, one would suspect that, like, a lot of people kind of felt like, you know, Shuri will probably get this. You know, there was the the doubt of Momo and doubt of anything else. But, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you kind of get, like, you know, looks like Shuri is this draw that is bringing in people hopefully these finals also bring in others and i imagine you know they're doing it at sumo hall eventually down the line that Starm is expecting that to draw super well both uh uh nationally in japan and internationally into the states um well, there they, they've yeah. I, it, there's an argument to be made that she should eventually win the title i think there's a huge argument at least on the business side of things
1: i i agree i think they understand how much um, interest is in her right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people... She's one of my favorites from just watching the tournament. I I think she can be an instant favorite for anyone because of the believability and everything she does, the seriousness that she carries. Like, she is everything you look for and, you know, just a top-tier professional wrestler. Yeah. And they... I, they know how much um, interest she has right now because the last time they were at Oda Ward was the utami Shuri match, uh-huh. and that hit 1,200. So the possibility of her wrestling in the final definitely carried some weight because going into that, they probably said to themselves, what could she do this time? You know, like that. Yeah, that is the interest there. So when they get to Sumo Hall, and presumably it is the rematch, the numbers they could do, I'm not sure. And there's, there's, I guess, rumors that Japan might be easing up on restrictions a little bit. So you don't the number could be bigger than anyone expects. We'll of course see because it's still, uh, you know, three months away. But yeah, the fact that Sherry has become this massive draw for them um, in a lineup of wrestlers that include, you know, Utami and Tam and Mayu and so on. That is just huge for them. And Julia, who, you know, by all statistics before, of course, she got hurt, she was the draw for them. Yeah. So it's just huge that she's been able to, you know, come into the promotion and make a place for her as a top star
0: and doing that in what
1: like a year's time pretty much yeah because she was he she didn't officially sign full-time until like the middle of last year because she was still freelancing with other companies which is very uh, i feel like a lot of people don't know that but and she's 32 but she at 32 of course is very young like I'm not calling that old but in Joshi world that sometimes... in wrestling world in general but especially right. well, Joshi world yeah like Joshi world that's almost considered old and uh, because a lot of wrestlers you know they wrestle till they're like 28 or so and then they move on have family yada, yada yada but shuri is at the top of her game and i'm just intrigued to see where she goes i think they should put the title on her
0: Where does Momo go from here? Um, Obviously, um, you know, she is in her own block. I'm looking up the block names right now, seeing if she can possibly challenge anyone. Um, But, you know, where does Momo go from here? You know, Momo is possibly, you know, we believe kind of maybe the replacement for Julia in this block. Where you know, and so they build her up a little bit more and get her into this spot, and she does really well. But mm-hmm. you know, wh- what where does Momo go from here? Obviously, the 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 Momo people out there uh, want a lot more from Momo a lot in mm-hmm.
1: terms of her booking. But you know, what is you know where are we going with her? Yeah, well i I don't want her to get lost in the shuffle like she has been on and off again over the past year. Um So they have Tag League coming up. She'll probably team with azumi again for that which they won last year um so that's you know one spot they can go a lot of different ways with her because she's able to do a lot of different things uh she's not probably going to fight for a title anytime soon just they could do her and well that depends who wins that white belt but they could do really either one but i think her goal still is winning the red belt so for now you know tag league and I think there's a lot a big possibility that if Julia whenever Julia wins the title, Momo is the one to take it off of her because that is the story they've been uh hinting at for a while now. They've never done that singles match. Like that is one of the biggest matches they still have. They did it once in Cinderella, but yeah. It just doesn't count. Like Julia literally said, Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> that that tells you all you need to know. So Interesting. uh Interesting. I think it could be a year of working back to the five star. And I think she could definitely win next year, which would be, uh, you know, big, big for her. And um, she'll probably get a title match or two in there, whether it be for the wonder of stardom or, you know, there's ways to just give someone a title match, but uh, she's one of their best. They put her in roles where she can flourish and she has helped a lot of the I almost said younger wrestlers, the inexperienced wrestlers get better. You know, she works well with Mina. Mina is not younger than her, by the way, at all. She's like 11 years older than her or something. Uh, But, yeah, I think, you know, Momo has a great role. And, again, she's only 21. She's going to be fine. Yeah,
0: I only bring that up just because, you know, she is 21. But, you know, you're talking, you know, we have Utami. Then we have the Shuri title uh rain which you know however long that will last mm-hmm. then possibly a julia title reign and then a momo title reign after that you know we're talking what two three years from now that happening
1: i think if sherry gets a title she doesn't hold it very long okay because well- i think julia becomes champion next year no matter what
0: whenever she comes back
1: yeah yeah because They might, like, you know, give her a couple months to build back up because this injury seems bad enough that she could be out till December. Yeah. Um, Which I think also might be a case of, listen, we would like you to, you know, be fine for the long term. So just get through these whatever nagging injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. I guess uh, they're doing a lot of good things. And the fact that, you know, you can – And then there's, you know, the Hazuki aspect of this. Yeah, you know, the the Hazuki
0: aspect. I mean, I'm just going to dangle the the Kairi Hojo carrot over everyone's head. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a lot of uh, sort of things that can happen.
1: So that's the interesting part. You know, this is kind of away from the tournament. But when they announced the uh, December 29th show, Mm -hmm. it was notable who they included in that promo because Aroha was in it, Kairi Hojo was in it, um, Yuzuki Akiwa, who is, you know, one of the uh, commentators now. She Mm -hmm. commentates on the pay-per-views. So they included those three specifically. And I was just sitting there, I was like, hmm, you know, just... You don't just toss just, people in there. But yeah. it was it was Takumi that gave it away to me. It, because.
0: Yeah. They're, it's either that or they're pulling the old Slammiversary Impact <laughs> issue where it's like, hey, we're going to put Okada in there. We're going to put yeah. Naito in there. <laughs> and then...
1: well, because you put Takumi in there, which is fine, but you show her old stardom footage. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, there is nowhere else for Kairi to go, by the way. She is, you know, being wasted away on a contract in WWE still, I think. Maybe we don't I, really know who the hell knows what's happening. I, with haven't that. been able to ask her anytime, uh, anytime recently, mm-hmm. but and you got her on yeah. speed dial, if I'm not mistaken. You got her on speed uh, dial, yeah, 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 yeah. we uh, yeah, tight, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're getting Tam versus Mayu, so that's all that matters. Yeah, no, I'm excited,
0: I'm definitely excited. About all this stuff coming up, um. Do you want to go over like each individual uh, sort of like that grading system we did before
1: or do you want to yeah, move on to yeah, the G1 We'll do, a, we'll do a complete, uh, you know, complete tournament grade to finish this out. Copy that. OK, well, then let's go over
0: into Momo. Well, I'm going to say it, Momo's block since she's the winner. Uh, Momo. It is her block.
1: Yeah, what, uh, what do you Momo... think? Momo
0: of 12 points, of course.
1: Mm-hmm. I wanted that match with Julia so bad. That yeah. was like the match I was most excited for. How, how uh, you, you know,
0: how do you grade her five-star performance?
1: I'm going to go with, you know, she was on top of her game the whole time. I'll go with a minus. You know, I think she had a great you know performance she had some good matches with some of the lower talent and when i say lower talent i mean the talent you're not expected to you know, necessarily have yeah. match of the year match of the night matches with and i think her you know her and her makeup for example which that's not a shot at her makeup. i think though i think her makeup is actually very good um but that was a really good match in the middle of the tournament for her mm-hmm. so i will go with a minus because she ultimately won the block too which you know you have to have you have to have full trust and confidence and i think she had that
0: i'm gonna go full transparency here i'm like super behind in the tournament
1: yeah, uh that's
0: fine i i i always this always happens to me in like g1 climaxes and stuff where i just get like i'm like watching every day and then there's like a day where i get behind i just get super behind so that i'm still over. behind um i i think i'm on like day 11 and i watched and i watched seven day 17 so i like i i'm like i'm like <laughs> not That's great. That's very funny. Um, there's a <laughs> solid block. I know I missed all of Hameka's Hameka Hameka's run Hameka's run in uh, the latter half of the tournament,
1: but it's of what I've seen of Momo,
0: run. I think she's I think she was very solid. I think she was very good. Like you said, she's put put on a lot of you know very solid matches. I would go solid B with Momo uh, of what I've I've seen. But, mm. uh, I, I, I'm not I'm you know take my stuff with a grain of salt. I guess. <laughs> Uh Mayu Itani, uh next up on the block here, eleven points ending out. Uh of course she's gonna be going on she had that uh, what I heard was a great match in the finals or the final day against Starlight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, how you feel about it. Oh, it's
1: fantastic.
0: Per I love to hear it. Was it, it well, was it everything you were hoping it would be? Yes was, was the it, drama involved?
1: The drama was involved because you know add in that kid winning got her to the finals. Mm-hmm. You don't even need that to make that a story, that match. Yeah. So for me, it just hit every layer, um and Mayu is just, you know, I'll put her up against anyone when it comes to a big match um, atmosphere because I just think she is one of the true greats, and she showed it again this tournament. She's gonna have that match with Tam, uh, but when it comes to the tournament, I'm giving Mayu an A. I just think she's just so. She's just so consistent, yeah. and she, you know, there was an article that was posted the other day of like how she's talking about retirement again, you know, when she wants to get married and whatnot. And I was like, let's not talk about this, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that. No, let's
0: just not.
1: Oh man,
0: oh my. pain, oh my. I would agree with that a point. Uh, Mayu is just, you know, she's <laughs> she's the best. Is, is, would you
1: actually s- wait? A lot of people miss this. But they were talking. To, so when Tam challenged her to the match, and she said, Yes, she said, You can come and see us here at Oda Ward. The show is not at Oda Ward. <laughs> TJP oh, no. TJPW's pay per views at Oda Ward that day. <laughs> <laughs> so Mayu, as she does, messed up again. <laughs> this is not the first time, but I just thought that was amazing. That she just told everyone to go to a different pay per view. <laughs> A real, real Paul White of herself.
0: Um, I love it. I love Mayu. I love Mayu. Like you said, Mayu is just like she's just solid. She's just solidly, you know. It's just does she get MVP status of the tournament? I (laughs) mean, sure, I don't think that's not even. That's that's not even sure. He won, so she can't get MVP status.
1: Uh, well, she was MVP, like. Easily yeah, until, okay. of course, she won. Um, Mayu's a fair, you know, shout. She had some great matches. I'd actually probably give it to Aroha, honestly. Then I'm gonna give it to Fuki and Death. Uh, next up, we'll have uh Kaguma
0: 11 points here, also tied up with Mayu. Uh, thoughts on her run in the tournament?
1: Uh, nice solid B. I think Kaguma had a great run. Uh, she could be to show that she was the perfect readdition to the roster.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. She returns to stardom. It goes in here. Does really well. Gets to eleven points. Kogma does. Um, uh, I'm interested to see more of her. I'm not like completely sold on her. I would I. I feel like the first half of the tournament of what I saw, I was not like truly into. And did as, you watch her versus Julia? Uh, I did, and I don't remember how
1: I felt about it. Like you it, love, you loved it. I think you talked about it on here. I probably did. I don't remember anything. You said it was your favorite match of the tournament. I oh, remember. perfect. Thank
0: you. Then thank you for reminding me. Yeah. But, I mean, we watch
1: a lot of matches, so it's okay. Yeah. God, how many people? That was her sport? best, which is why I just was bringing it up. I mean, she's she's not someone that's supposed to be at the top of the card. That's who N- she is. Yeah. Like, she's just I, got that, I got that vibe. Yeah. She's just good, and she's going to be the perfect first opponent for Hazuki. So...
0: Starlight Kid, 11 points. I felt that Starlight, we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the tournament that I felt that like Starlight Kid's tournament run here will be uh, more of that like she's figuring out more of the her character of this uh, uh, new version of Starlight Kid. Do you mm. think she succeeded in that endeavor? or? And also, what do you think uh, her overall grade for the tournament is?
1: I think Kid has been just fantastic. Because you enter a tournament like this, still fully figuring out your character. You have a title match in here mm-hmm. as well where you win a title. Like, there is a lot. Starlight Kid becoming a heel and becoming this heel has moved her potential from a white belt winner, I think, to, you know, if she was world champion in a few years, I wouldn't be shocked because she is that good. Yeah. And I thought she had a great tournament. I'll give her a solid B+. Yeah. I it,
0: it, An elevation. An elevation. I mean, she also won a title, so definitely an
1: elevation. But, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: that helps. Winning a title helps.
0: Definitely, yeah. Of B+, I can agree with what I've seen as well. I think, you know, it, it, it's not... Is one of the things that she was going more so the character. Charlotte Kid is also just a great wrestler, but I felt that she was getting more comfortable with her mm-hmm. herself as the tournament go- went along.
1: Yeah, it's um, really unique because, you know, she has a mask and she's trying to figure out a heel character. So that's automatically a little harder, but she's getting really good at it now. Yeah. She'll, she also has a Jushin Thunder Liger mask for one of her entrances. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, that's an immediate uh, additional points there.
1: That and then yesterday was Tiger Mask. Ooh. Uh, like, oh this legend oh yeah baby um 10 points
0: himeka Hamika. Uh, ten... she
1: had a I... fantastic show
0: yes i saw that you were tweeting out that in the uh beginning of the tournament we had micah doing the run of the century and then at the latter half of the tournament it
1: was um himeka here yeah, it's like they it's like they traded off. I mean Micah was kind of, Mike, I think, still feeling it from uh Shuri dropping on her head. But yeah, yeah. um Aren't we yeah, all Jamaica had an awesome, awesome showing and she gets another B plus. I think it's only fair that you know, she was a finalist last year, but she wasn't this good last year. Like she has only gotten better and she'll be champion, no doubt in my mind.
0: She's someone that needs reps. Not yeah. needs reps, but you know what I mean. Like She needs to get more comfortable. She needs to do yeah. all this stuff. Uh, She's also
1: out for two months before this tournament. So yeah. that's credit to her that she could put on such a great showing um, when she stepped back in there.
0: Fukigen Death, 10 points. Who could have guessed it from the beginning of this tournament? I mean, granted, of
1: course, she got a... Uh, I mean, she just, wasn't even supposed to be in it. <laughs> which like i think they literally just gave her natsuko tora's points like i think that's all they did that would make sense that would make sense they gave her points, points but you know, they that makes did sense. not give her you know the same type of matches which is whatever uh she she's like I mean, the opener on every card and she ends up winning yeah. 10 points i mean i'll give her a uh a c because like her matches weren't great but uh she, you know, the actual wrestler that Fuki death is underneath the clown paint is very good. So mm-hmm. I'll give her a C like she did. She did what she had to do as the opener for most shows.
0: I, I, th- I'm going to give her a B minus. I think she did a very good job. I, you know, like you said, it's not like the, she's going for that sort of like Yano comedy stuff and, yeah. and but also heel weird stuff. So like, I really enjoyed it. I really, what was it? The, I believe it was the Natsupoi match. Uh, I talked about recently where with uh Fuki Death I really enjoyed there's something about Fukigen that I don't know what it is, man, but <laughs> it just It's very the,
1: easy to enjoy. It's
0: because I think it's partly because the matches are no more than five minutes long. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh yeah, cool, pop in. It's like a little candy.
1: You know how she does the cigarette thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Kogum ate it. Because, cause like, the Kokobo's whole thing is she's a bear. Yeah. And so she took the cigarette and put it in her mouth and started choking. That was pretty fun. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. My favorite still when Julia took one out as well and started smoking with her. I thought that was funny. Or when she started smoking it around a child. That was also, um yeah, fucking a death. By the way, if you don't watch Stardom, none of these are real cigarettes. <laughs> I just need to put that up. Wait, there. What? They aren't? <laughs> Well, if you've never seen it, and I'm talking about, you know, Fuki a death, smoking a cigarette in the middle of a match, then people will be very confused.
0: I guess it's fair, because if you're, like, in the American independence, you see Grimry for actually smoking weed in the middle of a ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's not impossible. Uh, Julia, you know, there's not much mm. more to say about Julia. Obviously, she gets into the tor- injured during the tournament. She still got Bad. six points, I guess, but, uh, you know, okay, what can you sad. say about
1: that? very sad
0: uh mina Shirakawa, uh solid start and then just kind of just you know did the rest of. Her well stuff. yeah she
1: lost a lot but yeah. she got better like she had like actual well matches that i didn't want to rip my eyes out at which is great because i wasn't a big fan of hers going into it but uh she made me believe that hey you know she can be good and she had a lot of good matches with the, you know the top talent mm-hmm. in stardom uh she gets a nice B. Ooh,
0: that's a lot higher than I thought you were gonna go with. Yeah, her. I mean,
1: I was shocked by how much she's improved, and uh she clearly has a very good role where she is now, as you know, the Cosmic Angels number three. Yes, yes.
0: Uh I feel like just the like the I'll do B
1: minus. Actually, B B was a little high. I can't okay. be. I can't be that nuts.
0: Okay. Uh, I feel like these sort of tournaments are like the, you know, we talked about with, you know, Starlight Kid, with Emeka, we, we talked about this with other people, but it's just like having these round robin tournaments are so good for so many of these wrestlers every single year to figure out characters, figure out more wrestling stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, he's I, gone. I, I coughed. I'm goes. dying. Um, I should probably should have make that joke nowadays. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I feel like it's, you know, like you said, it's one of those tournaments that like having a bunch of singles matches for with, you know, with nine other people, uh, on a consistent basis, you're going to learn a lot from those sort of things. You know, you're not going to learn as much, I mean, you're going to learn stuff by being in tag matches and, and triple threats and all this other stuff. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to learn a lot by being in these rings with a lot of other people. And, uh, it's always a good spot to be in. It's a good way to learn. And right. uh, uh, I, I like Mina. You don't like Mina as much, but it sounds like you're more of a fan, and I'm glad to hear that.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, all right, let's just finish this block. <laughs> is it just Saki left? Yeah, Saki left. Four points. Uh, yeah, C. I guess. <laughs> C minus. Sim- I don't know. Very simple and easy. I, she, she's, she's a good spoiler. That's, that's what she's there for. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go.
0: Shuri obviously wins the block. A plus. A, A nailed it. Perfect. Do you wanna go do you wanna go hot through this
1: real quick through this? Uh no, I just wanted to get through the red stars block. Fair enough. Because Fair enough. I, I was, was taking like, too long. No like, taken. This, well, because once we got past like uh Fuki I yeah, I guess we'll say Fuki death. I was like, okay, well, we can wrap it up. I don't need to talk about Mina. I did I did skip
0: Natsupoi. Do you have any thoughts on her at all? Oh
1: Natsupoi? Uh B plus, I thought she had a lot of good matches, and she's just, you know, one of the more entertaining uh, wrestlers in stardom. So, yeah, good job.
0: Saya Kamatani uh, in uh, the other block, 11 points here. Uh, thoughts on Saya?
1: B plus. I think Saya is getting really, really good, really, really fast, and she is what. Io Shirai was at one time no. let me let me rephrase in terms of she can do a lot of things that the rest of the roster can't and she's she's taking advantage of that mm-hmm. uh Io Shirai of course did that and the so the whole I had this conversation um Io Shirai you know she is probably going to leave wwe soon enough yeah, but I, I would suspect Her going back to stardom within the next eight months, I think, would seriously, seriously be bad for Saya. So Mm. it would be uh, it would be a good dream match it would but but then it's like yeah it's
0: like what would you have to that she would just
1: take over for Saya, and you know she sends Saya down the card as she's you know elevating up the card so i would personally you know wait on the whole eo thing and i don't even know when her contract's up so i could just be i'm guessing it's up around march or april because i remember last year when they were talking about how her contract was up and she might not sign feel like she probably signed like a two-year deal with nxt which is what a lot of people did so that's just me uh but saya great stuff b plus
0: um takumi aroha big favorite for scotty over here 11 points also the top of the block uh she's eventually going to challenge utami um and hey. you know you know a lot of a lot of announcements with a uh, marvelous and stardom that relationship is yeah. growing even better
1: yeah, we're having a Stardom versus Marvelous match on that pay per view too, so that's cool, uh, tag match. But um, Takumi A, I can't give anyone else an A plus. Uh, I just think Sherry was, you know, far and above everyone else. But Aroha is just so good. She's just so good, and you know, if she is going to be around Stardom, I think a lot more now. And that was the ca- That was starting to be the case before she got hurt last year so uh more takumi roha is not a bad thing And the way they made the announcement of like her stumbling into the ring and being like all right this is i'm just gonna you know shoot my shot here and i was i just i don't know why i just thought that was so hilarious uh and uh yeah she's great so hey
0: konami 10 points uh konami also someone that beat utami haya Uh, so we can expect a um, title. She beat
1: Utami, Shiri, and
0: Takumi. <laughs> I, I would argue huge elevation for Konami. <laughs> I was not expecting it in this well, tournament, but not, I would say needed. I would say much needed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Konami's such a weird wrestler to talk about because she's been in the Cinderella finals and five star finals in the past. Yeah. But like, so much has changed since then. Uh, but these were definitely big elevation matches. Uh She finished at near the top of the block. Uh, Konami had a very good showing on the second half. So I'm going to go with B because I didn't really enjoy her first half. I thought she could add a better match with the likes of Tam and Saya. uh, But the second half really delivered for her. And, you know, yeah. big wins are always cool.
0: It feels like after the... Julia injury, they just like kept patting Konami on the back and was like, Go, go out there,
1: do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not Konami's so good. Like, I people forget this because of the Oedo tie stuff. Yeah. But she is very, very good. So I was happy to see her get some love in this tournament.
0: Uh, Speaking of some love in the tournament, uh, Utami Hayashishida also getting 10 points. Uh, Obviously, she's going to have a couple title challenges in her future. Presumably, she'll win those to get her wins back, but then, of course, she'll have to uh, defend the title against Shuri at the end of the year. So, thoughts on Utami?
1: A plus. Uh, Utami is a ve- is always such a v- interesting wrestler to me because on her best day, I put her against anyone. Yeah, literally anyone on this planet right now. On her worst day, <sighs> her worst day is not always the best day, to say the least. Uh, you know, like when you look at someone's worst day, like say Shiri or Momo, they're consi- or Mayu. You could say Mayu. Sure. They have a floor that is still very high. Utami is still figuring out how to wrestle to wrestle wrestle with wrestlers that are below her. Yeah. Which is not me taking a shot at her, but she get, she gives them too much in some ways. Like, she should be a dominant champion. And the perfect way to explain this, which was her Unagi match in this tournament, which I did not enjoy, she needs to, you know, do what everyone else does with Unagi and dominate and show why she is the world champion. But when it comes to the big matches... She delivers every time. Her match with Shuri was very good. Her match with Takumi was great. Her match with Tam on the last day was great. So, Utami gets a B-plus for me, uh, but she has world title matches coming up, which means she can try and catch up to a few wrestlers that I have ahead of her in the Wrestler of the Year rankings. She's not touching Shuri, but she can try.
0: Yeah, I think it really goes into how the rest of these title challenges go and and uh, Mm -hmm. of course the shuri match at the end of the year but you know but i think yeah i think utami's been very solid i see what you're i can see what you're saying about the she has a lower floor she has a good high ceiling i would yeah she has a
1: higher ceiling than but
0: this is a big gap versus someone that's like momo and like shuri you know it's like she's got a big wide gap there
1: her ceiling is you know like five we've seen it is like five star type match but her her minimum is like it's low and you know i'm not saying like this is all about like star ratings some matches are just like five minutes and they don't matter like that happens a lot yeah these Um, are all our opinions but like entertainment factor like sometimes they can just be desperately like not good and uh that rarely happens now because she's gotten so much better but i just want to uh touch on that p plus though so still very good
0: tam nakano 10 points as well we talked about this early on in the tournament we felt that uh she had a couple misses in matches mm, um, yeah. do you think she ended up at at the end of the tournament uh way better than she started
1: yes i uh, i gave her a b i think she, her matches with aroha especially i think that one was fantastic that just woke her up like that was like a title match tam situation um her match with Utami also a title match situation it depends on the opponent and it depends on the atmosphere she's a very smart wrestler in the sense that she's not going to exert all of herself if she doesn't need to um she should have in a couple matches during this tournament but Um, you know, if I look at all nine matches she had, I enjoyed them more than I disliked them. So, um, I guess B or B minus range for Tam is probably reasonable.
0: Micah with nine points. Uh, like we said before, huge start of the tournament. Um, and she pretty much rested all of her matches in the first half of this tournament. Uh, and I think she did a really good job. I'm kind of surprised that she didn't get the double-digit spot, but obviously, if everyone above her, it makes sense. Um, But uh Micah, I really enjoy. I think just solid mid-carder.
1: Yeah, I mean, Micah is working her way to the main event, yeah. and she can do those main event matches. She's just shown that. But right now, she's still in the middle of the card, and I think that's – like, I know people take mid-carder as such a – bad thing but it's not like she's working her way there and like Sai is technically still a mid card wrestler they have their six or seven that are made event all the time Mm -hmm. uh but i think she had such an amazing tournament she fell off a little towards the end which happens but you know she went all out at the beginning so yeah she was putting in insane yeah. matches the first couple nights. She's a B plus. Um, I think a lot of people probably still give her an A. A lot of people still make all her MVP because of what she did those first couple matches and that's totally understandable. Um, but th- for me, I remember a lot of the more recent matches of hers, uh, which, you know, were good, but they she never had a bad match.
2: Yeah. I would well,
1: agree. she went to a twenty minute draw with the Nagi. But I guess that wasn't bad. It was just like whatever yeah but i
0: feel like she did I, I i can understand that mvp status just because that yeah uh early on with all the covid stuff especially she mm-hmm. was the person that was relied on and i think she did mm-hmm. a good job on that part i'll give her that yeah they throw they, the they flowers a, there
1: they had a wrestle like the majority of her matches in the first month i think she only had like three more yeah something like this that. month
0: Uh, Speaking of Unagi, Unagi Sayaka, you were there. Thank you. I was there, and I couldn't finish it. Nine points as well. Uh, She was also there and couldn't finish it. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. Like I said, I had watched the final match. (laughs) Uh, But but if thoughts on Unagi.
1: Real applause. Ooh.
0: she was elevated a little bit at the beginning i think she put in some solid stuff at the very beginning
1: her match with tam was good except she went out of nowhere she did like no offense and they did the exact same thing against saya on the last day which really like angered me because i thought it worked better with tam because tam like legitimately beat the crap out of her and i think saya did really good in her match with her too it's just didn't it didn't connect for me uh unagi still such a work in progress but uh we all have to accept by now that she is going to win many a belt she is like very popular among whether it be japanese fans or westerners she is like the popularity is very much there um, and she's getting better and that's really all you can ask out of someone that has sub three years of experience so
0: I need to get a cup of coffee or something. I'm just, I'm, I'm real. We're doing this not 10 in the morning, folks. So I'm, I'm just apologies for you. My... Think
1: you would be used to it by now?
0: You think I am? Look, I, I went out, I went out drinking last night because I'm a, I'm a bro of myself, apparently.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I woke up at four a.m. yesterday to watch a stardom show after sleeping for an hour yeah. and didn't fall back to oh, sleep no. until I... one in the morning today. So I don't want to hear it.
0: You're putting in the work. You're putting in God's work here and I'm I'm slacking off going to Hop City and having having two beers.
1: Well, did you at least have a good time?
0: I did have a good time. We uh, we yeah. uh, you know, going out with friends, you know, that's that that's the kind of idea yeah. that we are was. Yeah, that's the usually the idea. We need to
1: finish this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh Azme, 8 points. I, uh she beat I- Takumi and she beat Shiri, so she's pretty much just the young god, like everyone says she is. If Azume if Azume <laughs> was in the other
0: block, I think she would have gone higher.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um
0: but I, I think just circumstances here, she was at the bottom.
1: Yep. Uh well, yeah. I mean she was in the most stacked block possibly ever, so that's tough. Yeah. Um I don't blame her. Uh great. like a uh, B minus I mean some of her matches like they just didn't give her enough time to have a great match so it's not like really her fault but yeah. uh she she did her job I thought her match with Sherry was her match of the tournament as well. Uh Ruaka obviously
0: zero points here um what did, is there anything that you saw at Ruaka that made you more intrigued to see her in the future obviously she's like we said a lot of training comes out of these tournaments so is there anything that was like you saw that was like, oh, man, okay, we got something here. We got really got yeah. something forward for her. Yeah.
1: Um, she had she had a role. She had a role that she was never going to win, mm-hmm. but but she was going to give, you know, a fun, entertaining match, and I think she's getting a better understanding of who she wants her character to be and who she wants to be, which is a good thing. Um, being in this tournament and working with the best of the best is never – uh bad and i think you know long term she can be you know she'll probably work really well if they heal for them and um another takeaway i had real quick was that um she might not even be in the tournament next year because uh, who knows who they bring in by then you know they added hazuki in the middle of this tournament mm-hmm. and you know assuming she's in that assuming they might bring a roha back I um, think you know lady C probably has a spot. they want Hannon in there who pretty much everyone calls the young Ace mm-hmm. like she is the one that a lot of people figure takes over for Mayu yeah. like that is that is a very big role for her and uh, Rossi said, which is the promoter for those who don't know, that he wants her in the tournament next year so. She probably makes her way in. I wouldn't be shocked if Ruaqa missed it, but she gave a good enough showing here that, you know, if the cards fall her way, she could, you know, finally pick up a win next time. Uh, but she did good. Uh, I'll give her, you know, C. The, the C minus. It's not really a shot at her. She wasn't supposed to be, you know, this A plus thing. Oh my God, my dog just. What? I don't even hear your dog. No, he farted. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, hear, you don't hear him. He's very quiet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: we end the tournament with your dog farting.
1: A-plus tournament, by the way.
0: And how would you grade that dog fart? Nuclear. So for a fart, an A-plus fart, you know?
1: Yeah, you know what? You could just take the range. <laughs>
0: I have to recover. What a moment! What a moment! Oh my God, his nose—his nose is covered. His head is down. He's focusing. He's trying to trying to breathe normal breaths. Oh my God! And yeah, if you want more uh, stardom talk from Scotty, more opinions, uh, of course, you can uh, go to the Five Star Joshi Podcast on Fight Game Media. Uh, let's roll on into the next topic here, which is. Just real quickly, some opening thoughts for the G1 climax. We're not going to do like the grading system of what we've seen so far. But I'm just going to sort of ask, you know, talk about some of the news, of course, uh, Scotty, and then just sort of vague ideas about uh, block A and B. Uh, But of course, the big news came out of the tournament is uh, after wrestling one match and losing, uh, and apparently that match did a number on him, uh, Tetsuya Naito uh, pulls out of the tournament, the entire tournament. Uh, with an injury um, to his knee. Uh, I don't have the exact injury name in front of me. Uh, I can pull that up real quick. Maybe I should be more prepared. Who knows? <laughs> um, Tetsuya Naito, however, pulls out of the tournament at the very beginning of the tournament. Uh, so that's you know never good. Uh, suffered an injury to his left knee is what's reported here. Uh, it, it, damage was incurred to his left meniscus and MCL. So this does no current timetable for a return. But we know for a fact that he is out of the entire tournament, and all of his losses are now forfeits, with his opponents gaining two points. So literally, everyone in the block gets a, a an I easy two points. I thought that was points. so dumb. What do you mean? By the way,
1: just okay, okay. Oh, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sound off here. Okay. Uh, not I'll, that I'll... he got hurt. I you know that happens like that. I just watched it happen with Julia, but he got hurt after one match. Yeah. One match, you know what you can do? You can just replace him in the entire turn. That is all you have to do. You put, I'm going to keep saying this, you put Hiromu in there. And guess what? He probably has a phenomenal showing, win or, lo- win or lose. And it just, I understand that they probably just were like, okay, we'll just, you know, give everyone points and rebook everything. But I don't know. I just feel like instead of giving everyone a point, you work it in a way where you get more matches out of it. I think Hiromu has a couple of like really good matches with it Shingo. Um, match Shingo?
0: Yes. Yeah. So part of Naito's injury means that um, all of his matches, all the wrestlers that were going to face him have other matches to face. So hmm. Tangaloa or Yuji Nagata is going to replace him against Tangaloa and Shingo, which is kind of interesting to me. Uh, Bushi is going to replace him against Yujiro Takahashi and Toroyano. Guess what? I'm not watching it. Um, (laughs) Hiromu Takahashi is going to be facing Kenta and Ishii, bringing bringing back up that sort of rivalry between Hiromu and Ishii. And then Satoshi Kojima will be facing Abushi and Great O'Khan.
2: Hmm.
1: (laughs) That you know, that just told me everything I need to know, though, of like, why the fuck is Chase Owens in this tournament? Uh, (laughs) i can't say it enough he found my tweets of me shitting on him uh also tamatanga blocked me really for saying for saying that i thought his match with Sonata was better than i expected i was like what (laughs) so i had to look at like how many times have i tweeted about Tamatonga? three times Uh uh-huh and two of them were like just something that he said and i didn't it was like oh that's funny or whatever and it had to be the sonata tweet because that's the only recent one i had actually no you know what it probably was i said i'm there's no chance i'm watching tamatanga versus chase owens that's probably what it was uh and then chase owens was like screw this guy tama and tama was like oh yeah i agree and blocked you chase owens didn't block me i blocked him because he's Yuck! Ugh. Ugh. I actually liked Tamatango. Like, I was actually a little bit of uh, hurt. I was like, "Man, I don't I'll mind you. You're cool." But yeah. whatever. I don't care enough. Um. Well,
0: that is the Naito news. <laughs> oh yeah, Naito. Oh, that sucks. By the way,
1: like, if we're gonna talk about Naito real quick, that sucks because, I mean, you know, pound for pound, Naito is still one of the absolute best, and. Losing all those G1 matches that he was going to have just sucks because we were supposed to have Shingo and Naito today and we didn't get it and now we're sad.
0: And, and not just that, but a lot of people had Naito pegged to be a winner of the entire I tournament.
1: did. Now I know who's winning and I'm okay with it because he's back, baby, but we'll get to that in a second.
0: Um, well, let's talk about it vaguely. Uh, a block here. Uh, Yujo Takahashi. Kota, uh, let me go up the actual leaderboard. Uh, this, Huge. this is uh, by day four results. I know there there was a G1 night uh literally this morning for us, but I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'm not going to up, update that on that sense. But the leaderboard as of day four is Zack Sabre Jr., Great Okan, Shingo Takagi, Yudro Takahashi, Big Juice, uh, Koto Ibushi, Torayano Kenta, Tomohiro Ishii, Tangaloa, and of course Tetsu Naito at the bottom. Thoughts on any of those individuals?
1: Uh, Big Juice all the way, baby. Big Juice. Can we talk you know, about Big Juice? I'm for a hot so second? happy for him. I'm very happy for him. So, I okay. So, one of our writers at Last Word is a very big Yujiro Takahashi fan. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, not knowing much about Yujiro Takahashi outside of, you know, his not so important matches and you know being at the bottom of Bullet club because you know i've just been in an on and off on, on and off again fan and he's never been you know in the big matches i check out i asked him why are you such a Yujiro takahashi fan and you know he told me the story he actually wrote a really good article about why this tournament means so much to takahashi you know because he was in the tournament for so long then he got pulled out of it for likes of Kenny Omega and Sonata and so on and you know he that makes sense yeah and like and he told me about how like he drank a lot and whatnot and you know just it was really bad and you know after reading that story I was like I can get behind Yujiro Takahashi I have no idea why it's a heel because it's a very easy story to get behind for anyone that wants to do that but you know I enjoy like his pride in these matches so far he's had a lot of pride which is you know cool uh he's not gonna he's not gonna have you know the match of the years like clearly that's just not what he's made for um you know maybe back in the day he was when he was teaming with Naito but you know I just it's an enjoyable story to watch I don't expect him to you know win the tournament I don't expect him to put on match of the year but I mean, he's better to watch than Chase Owens. He's better to. Wa- I enjoy watching <laughs> him is, more than this entire tournament
0: is. He just burying Chase Owens. I enjoy
1: like, watching him more than Great O'Con. Like I don't have much love for Great O'Con stuff. Okay, I think he's actually getting better, and I actually, uh, I've only seen two of his matches so far. And the Torriano one was just he's funny.
0: He's getting the he's getting the early G one climax push right now.
1: Yeah, which I actually expected of him. But I enjoy a, watching
0: a, a quite little tease real quick. Uh he did win his uh recent match this morning, so he's at eight points as well. He's at the top of the block this to oh the my today. God.
1: well he's gonna start losing soon. This is a whole, you know, John Moxley's at the top of the block and yeah. then Toriano ruins him. Uh um, <laughs> uh, except John Moxley's better. Uh I, I like what you doing. I think he's doing really good. Uh Great O'Con. What was he, he wrestled the first day?
0: Uh he wrestled um he wrestled uh Tangaloa and then he wrestled Yano. And then and then on night. Okay, so on those night are the two three, matches I've seen. Like,
1: man, I it's not my fault for saying that I've enjoyed Yujiro. <laughs> yeah, I You liked...
0: Ujira, just face face Abushi and Kenta. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, and I liked both of those matches because I think uh the story with Kenta was interesting. And you know, bushy. that was pretty cool. Um, Ujuro is cool. Were we gonna talk about everyone? What were we doing? No, I, I was just giving giving
0: basic thoughts on that side of the block. I th- oh, I'm enjoying okay. the fact to extend to the Ugro talk to go over go over the overall mm-hmm. block here real quick. I'm enjoying the lack of uh, like shenanigans. Obviously, there's mm-hmm. still like That's shenanigans I, yeah. from like Ujuro, You know, you know, hitting Abushi and the and the gonads and. And evil being evil and stuff. But we were kind of just push evil to the side. But the fact that Tangaloa, Yujiro, even Chase Owens, even Tamatanga are going out there and having, like, legit, actual, shoot, great matches, like, you know, solid matches, I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying. Uh, to extend that to the A block here, you know, a lot of people are saying the A block was the best block.
1: It's my least favorite block
0: of the two. Uh, A block, I don't think, is as good. I'm in as agreement, B block. dude.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy we are in the same mindset there mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, trust me. Who- so, so, okay, so I think we can agree that the B block is more top heavy.
0: Oh, With yeah, like Okada they, and Tanahashi, and yeah, they got I'll throw, like, I'll throw Cobb Kata, in there. I'll throw Cobb.
1: Okada, Tanahashi, Cobb. I'll toss you know, in, t- in terms of just quality wrestlers, they got Godo. Um, like you know, they have some good Yoshihashi's been awesome. Uh, I haven't hated evil yet, <laughs> which is always good. Um, and you know, but you also have, and I think a lot of people looked at Chase Owens. which is very funny that i'm talking about this after you know whatever um like they looked at those two and they're like this is gonna be doomed and they look at evil and they think of you know evil now not evil then Mm -hmm. which i don't blame you i don't know why you would think of evil then he hasn't (laughs) been evil then in a very long time uh but yeah i'm in agreement so far b block has been uh pretty pretty fun uh before we go to the
0: overall b block people or individuals in b block um now that naito's gone who is your pick for a block it's a real tough i feel like it's a tough choice but you know there's a couple people in here that have um
1: uh you want to read off the list one more time you just so i don't forget anyone
0: sure zach saber jr great okan shingo takagi yujiro takahashi koto abushi toroyano kenta ishii tangaloa and yeah, not do. I while you think about that, I think you could. I'm, too. I, I'm obviously I think I think for me it's between Abushi and Kenta, and I mm. think I'm gonna go with Kenta because <laughs> I think the story of Abushi is, you know, between all of his injuries and sicknesses and and all that jazz. Um, he the question is, can he? Even do it again, and I th- like the idea of like Kenta being the spoiler guide to ruin that for him. Let me—I gotta look back. Let me double check that because I think they are the ones facing each other in the final night. Too. They are.
1: They are. Um, it's Ibushi versus Kenta.
0: Which you know I like the idea of Kenta winning that match, then and then going on to do that do that stuff. Um, but what do you think? What who do you think? Right I'm
1: between think? Kenta and Zack Saber Jr. Ooh. I think elevating Zack Saber Jr. and using the Naito story is actually, you know, kind of brilliant. Um, and he ultimately doesn't win. I don't think anyone. I don't think A Block wins. Let me put that out there. I don't think A Block wins the tournament. Um, I think Ibushi would be lazy, if that makes sense. Um,
0: I can agree to that. I can honestly because, you know, agree to that. That
1: would be four years in a row of the finals, and of course you have the story of them oh does he win the third year in a row but at the same time you know give some more shine I like Kent a lot I think uh, he's still very good and I think uh, he deserves this kind of spot um, he would be my preference but Zach Sabre Jr I feel like a lot of people have been waiting for him to get to that you know next level that next step he's had some great matches already and again, that night to story works into it very well.
0: And just a reminder of that final night for A block, you know, looking at the opening of the tournament and looking at the final night is very intriguing. We have, in no particular order, Ishii versus Yano, Shingo versus Yujiro, Saber versus Tangaloa, and Kenta versus Ibushi. Man, you know, looking at that, it's like, man, I feel like I know which match is going to matter the most.
1: Oh, did you just tell me the two uh, scrubs are fighting Yano and uh, Ishi? Is that what's happening? Well, how two dare scrubs. You. How two dare scrubs you? Two wrestling. I actually loved uh, Ishi's Go, but that's besides the point. <laughs> block Block B
0: leaderboard as of day four is Okada, Cobb, Taichi, Sanada, Evil, Tamatonga, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Yoshihashi, Chase Owens, and Goto.
1: Ah oh, man, the disrespect to Goto is just so unacceptable. Goto
0: has lost as of day 4 against Taichi and Tanahashi. Which Tanahashi, yeah. Taichi? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. This isn't Goto. This
0: isn't Goto from like a couple years ago. You know, this is
1: It's still Goto though. And Goto's still very good at wrestling. Well, like, don't worry. He'll my, he'll no beat thing. he'll
0: beat Chase Owens.
1: Unless. <laughs> Unless. He, he better now. We're going to have a rig post radio is going to go off the hinges that time. <laughs> uh, this is all about Okada. This, I all I needed to do was watch him versus Tanahashi to know where they're going with Okada. Yeah. It's the return of the Rainmaker. I think that is brilliant. I think that is exactly what's what new Japan needs. Yeah. That's exactly what they need to run with because it's been a weird two years for Okada. Very weird. He didn't, he did Um,
0: not look great uh, for the
1: tournament. No, he didn't. And you know, we learned that he was really broken down. He looks like he legitimately looks like he's in the shape of his life right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Like he looks, he's, he's never been cut. If that makes sense, like he's always been, you know, good shape, but he's never been like you know lean. And you see, like, it, whatever. I'm not going to get into the body of Katsuhiko Kata. um, but you get what I'm saying.
0: No, no, no. And I think I think we can spend a couple hours on the body. Of he
1: seems skin. healthy. <laughs> he feels healthy, which is awesome because that time off that he had, which was he he reasonably had like a month or two off like in the middle of the summer like there was time there with the COVID stuff and then he just took time off after the New Japan Cup as well because he lost in the first match Um, it's clearly done a lot for him and I think it's showing already his match with Tanahashi I mean you know they can they could just sleep and get a four stars at the minimum Uh, but that match told me everything I need to know about Okada. And I think the way... So, I really liked how Kevin Kelly and Charles, is it Charlton... Chris Charlton? Yeah, I know. Okay, I, I didn't want to say Charleston. Ah, Charleston, Charleston races and slots, yes. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um They, during that match, they were really, like, hitting on every point of getting the okada story over for me yeah. uh, you know going into is the return of the rainmaker what brings okada back to the top level and it, the answer of course is yes it is what brings him back to the top level um i thought his first match with tanahashi was tremendous of course it was second best match of the tournament so far for me um after shingo and the scrub uh <laughs> I, got, I just gotta run with it now um <laughs> the disrespect the disrespect uh, i'll never forget the promo that jay white gave him at that la show where he's like listen i don't care how many forearms you can take to your stupid neck i win titles you suck like that was the best because it's true uh anyways i miss jay white um Me too. I, ver- I very much miss jay white man what a shame uh I, I
0: really of B block I really am enjoying, you know, going off of what I said yeah. earlier. Yeah, you take it over. Okada. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okada's doing great. Okada is looking the best he has in years. This is his tournament, his tournament to lose, honestly, because you know, we'll see what happens in A block. Um, we'll see if Jeff Cobb plays a spoiler on the final night. But I think Okada might Okada could win every match. <laughs> I don't I don't think they'll ever do it. But like Okada For could sure. win every match, honestly. Uh, I would you know, do that he, one time. He beat Tanahashi. He beat evil. You know, it's like it, it, Cobb is the only other big dog in that fight. Maybe Taichi is the only other big dog in that fight where I'm like, you know, he could beat everyone. Sonata, I guess. Sonata is going to beat him. Um, but uh, Okada is looking great. Uh, same thing as I said before. I think the uh, House of Torture Bullet Club guys are doing a great job of not uh, do it, going for heat. And doing a great job of actually wrestling i thought owens yeah. and tonga was actually really good um and also i take think it Tom- back
1: I- take it back no i take think it back i think take it back
0: i won't i think it was solid uh i think Tama tonga has actually looked really good so far in this tournament yeah
1: he, he did look good in that first match i'll give him that credit. i did give him that credit i got blocked so you know whatever <laughs> whatever man how dare uh- you give your opinion sir yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I agree. Like, I've only watched the one match. I'm, like, trying to stop myself from – I don't think I'm watching the Jake. I just can't get myself to do it. You I mean, know, like, I believe you that it might have – it probably over-delivered. Let, um, let, let me year. look
0: up what my star rating was for it, and let me see if that convinces you at all.
1: If it's anything below, like, three and a half, it's not going to convince me.
0: <laughs> Which that's it fair. should be, no that's, matter what. That's fair. That's fair. Um, are we still picking Okada to win this side of block? Yes, absolutely. I think
1: you know, we talked about going into the tournament how they need to work on stability. I think that's what New Japan needs more than anything. There's nobody that gives the promotion more stability than a return of Okada, return of his best form. And uh, you know, this is the best Okada's looked, you know, just to what. I think the Cobb match you can go back to actually where he looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one. Well the first one was good too. So I guess the first one. I stopped laughing and trying to finish my point. Oh uh, no, uh, I, I got I got my star rating out. <laughs> okay. One second. Um, I think Okada beating Cobb on the final day, winning the uh winning the block and then going on to beat a Kento or Zack Saber Jr. is the way to go.
0: I rated Tama Tonga versus Chase Owens, three and a half stars.
1: Oh my god, that is so high.
0: (laughs) And and I also rated it the best of the night.
1: Oh my god. Oh Jesus. You know this Uh, because I was also I was super light
0: on Okada versus Evil. That was part. This might be very very sus on your part. It could. It might put the whole podcast in question.
1: It might put the podcast in question. Might. Put your integrity in question, actually, yeah. that you ranked anything between those two higher than an entire night of matches. So, I don't know, man. That's, I okay.
0: think we got to move off from the G1 climax before uh, I get outed uh, as a fake, yeah, but fake, go fake Oka- wrestling go podcaster.
1: Oh, God, yay.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, well, let us go into AEW Grand Slam week. Um, last week was freaking Mark. (laughs) Last week was AEW Grand Slam, uh, Diamond and Rampage, both in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, and we'll let's talk about those matches here, Scotty. Um, what would you
1: like to start off first, Diamond or Rampage? your freaking mark uh <laughs> not you uh w- well let's start off with dynamite because i think rampage was a better complete show but i just want to talk about the first match anyways well
0: i'm gonna start off with the main event
1: which is you mother fudger. that's fine let's we'll start
0: with the main event <laughs> aew women's world title match dr Britt baker versus ruby soho with brit baker retaining her title in 13 minutes and 20 seconds
1: you said you were gonna start.
0: Fair enough. I thought this match was good. Uh, I wasn't. It wasn't oh, as. Oh. Oh what? Mm. Oh, am I gonna get more sus points on this? No, one?
1: no, I'm not calling you sus. I think I think uh, someone can feel one way or the other on this one. This isn't this isn't as um, integrity killing as Tamatonga and Chase Owens. <laughs> I think this
0: match was good. It just wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And I don't know what it was entirely. I, I probably think,
1: Britt Baker.
0: I, honestly, yes, and we because we talked <laughs> about Britt Baker before in the same vein, where it's Britt Baker is someone that needs to be against someone that can elevate her uh, to a sense. And so, like, part of it is like I uh, part of the blame I feel is on Britt Baker, but I, I don't know. I don't know if their you know chemistry was fully there between Soho and Baker. I think maybe they just need a couple more matches to get that to there. I because I think they can both deliver a solid, great match. It's just for me, this one kind of missed the mark. You know, Grant, nice still said it was good. I still think it's a good match, but it just it was, um, it was
1: light. It was light on this match. It, I, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I, there were parts of the match that I enjoyed, but I think you were on the head there of they were missing something. And I think it's unfair for me to put all the blame on Britt Baker. I think, you know, it goes both ways. It, yeah. That's how a wrestling match works. Um, it just, it didn't, it was a very big spot. So I think automatically, you know, you you expect them to give you more. Yeah. And they, being in the main event so far away from the opening match, I thought they had a chance to, you know, give people a good match and people would forget about that one for the time being to take this in. And I just think it it just wasn't it. I think they should run it back eventually because I think yeah. they have the ability to do that and I think they will have a better match that time around. Britt Baker's just such a weird wrestler to judge because First of all, she's over like we're over. It's like Adam Cole, everyone else, and Britt Baker is like right above everyone else. Like she is so over, it's ridiculous. And that's like kind of a joke. I just wanted to include Adam Cole because that's my new running joke of he's over more than like everyone in the world for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love Adam Cole. Uh, But I just, her title reign to me is such a waste until they do that Thunder Rosa match. And I know that's the match where she probably loses the title, but how are you supposed to make anything make sense to me, except for the Ruby match? They made that make sense. and But her first two defenses, I I don't get it. I don't understand how Chris Statlander and Nyla Rose just all of a sudden hopped over Thunder Rosa. Who's well, been- I,
0: I'm sorry, you're forgetting the great red velvet.
1: Oh, that match was bad. Uh that match was bad. The match with Nyla Rose was bad. The match with Chris Stalin was good. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. That was I actually enjoyed that. Yeah, I just I, I
0: feel like Britt Baker's run is snake bitten because they don't know what they want to do with her, which is do they want her to be heel? Do they want her to be face? I think they want her to be stone cold, but I don't think she's she's there she's yet, not even yet. Becky Lynch yeah I don't think she's I don't think she's that because I don't know there's not like I feel like I'm being hard on Brit but it is just like it it, it doesn't feel like the anti-hero it feels like we don't know if we want her to be the heel or the face
1: mm-hmm. no that's a good I think that's a great point I think that's actually probably why she suffers a lot which makes her match suffer as yeah. well because she wrestles those as heal. But people want to cheer her, and that hurt. I think that hurt the match actually a lot. Thank you for bringing that up, because Ruby was like not getting cheered. Yeah, and she's supposed to be getting cheered. Um, the only person that gets cheered over Britt Baker probably Thunder Rosa.
0: Yeah, I so
1: agree. It it's just a matter for me with this title reign of can we just get there already because it. I did not really like this match at all. Um, I'm sure they have a good one in them. I do. I, I do because I think the Britt Baker effect is she needs someone to be better than her to yeah. have a good match. And because she's not a ring general by any means, she's not uh, She's not even on the level of like – I'm not going to – never mind. Just never
0: mind. Well, I'll, I'll bring this up is that uh, the obvious – I don't want to say fear, but the concern I have is that we are also, if not on the road to Thunder Rosa, but could be on the road to a Jade Cargill match between. Brent, oh God, which I don't think that's going to be good. I mean, oh, Jade Cargill, God. Jade Cargill needs more work. And I'm not sure if she, she look she has everything, but she does not have the wrestling skill yet after seeing that Layla Hirsch match. So I have concerns, but then we also have the Layla tie She carried her. Which is a weird spot to put Hirsch in because Hirsch is good, but Hirsch is not like, you know, she's not like the Serena D level of like, she's good no, and can teach legit- someone and can lead the match.
1: The thing with Lale Hirsch is she's legitimately one of their best women's wrestlers signed. Mm-hmm. But she's also not near a level of Serena
0: Deep. It's very weird. She doesn't have like the trainer confidence where she can lead them. Right.
1: Well, Serena Deep's never healthy, so (laughs) yeah. What are you gonna do? Doesn't help either.
0: Uh, Plus, Uh, we also have the new, not yet fully announced, but the TBS title, the women's title,
1: coming our way as well. That's brilliant. I think. I think that is a very smart uh, decision. Um, You know, women don't usually get a mid card title. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only you know all women's promotions that usually do that and you know calling it the TBS title makes it feel like it's on the same grounds I I just think it's a good move um, I think trios titles are far more necessary right now but mm-hmm.
0: But if this well, means more. more more women matches and yes. more storylines and stuff for the women, you know, if this is what we got to do for it, I'm go, i I'm there, I'm there. I look
1: forward to potentially booking that because like that title sounds like a Layla Hirsch title, if that makes sense.
0: Sounds like a Hikaru Shida title. Let's put
1: it on Dynamite, anyways. Um, timeout. timeout. time, out, time out. Hikaru Shida, any title is a Hikaru Shida title. She had the world title for a year, and she hasn't been on Dynamite ever since.
0: Darby Allen and Sting defeat the team of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood uh, in nine minutes and thirty seconds. Uh, he needs to add
1: the D. What's that? He just needs to be hardwood. I can't do hardwood. Hardwood. Just sounds funnier. Dax Hardwood. That's that's that's
0: gonna be the next game on Happy Hours. Wrestling. Wrestler name or porn star. <laughs> Dax Hardwood. Um Darby Allen, Sting defeat them. I thought second best match of the night. I really liked this match. I thought this match was near, like, really great. Like, not even really great. Just really, like, great. I thought it was just a great match. Um, I thought that um, FTR held their own, obviously, in this match. I thought they did a very good job. They gave Darby Allen and Sting both the hot tag, which I think is great because the crowd just wanted to see them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, I. This match is great I think our FTR were the perfect people to put into this spot uh, you know I you know I don't want to dunk on the men of the year too much but I don't think they were entirely the best person to put in that spot that was just a match to get into the Ethan page Darby match which was also good but this match uh, was the best part and a good showcasing for sting because I think the uh, wheeler and hardwood uh, would hardwood uh do a good job (laughs) of uh protecting Sting
1: and selling for him and all that jazz yeah i think we're in agreement this was definitely the second best match of this show Uh, i know you know those who are in new york got both shows in the same night so i don't want to mess that up and have some like wise guy be like oh they all happened the same night shut up uh (laughs) but i thought this was really good sting somehow has turned back the fountain of youth and is looking great every single outing yeah um, i think having darby as the person to take a lot of the beat downs though works really well in their favor listen listen like we're getting to a point where they're just gonna have to accept that okay not against the lucha bros because i don't need sting to die but a title match not where they win, but I think giving them a tag team title match somewhere down the line is not the worst idea.
0: Yeah. You know, I never thought about that. Um Let me look up.
1: Not against the Lucha Bros. I can't express that enough. They should not ever wrestle them. I don't need Sting to get... No. Sting versus Penta? Penta's going to break it. <laughs> phoenix will break them for for sure um well phoenix will break himself making sting look good so that's no let's just no <laughs> uh
0: i'm trying to see what sting because i would have to check stings because darby's been in a bunch of other tag matches four 0 is what they are mm-hmm. uh, i don't obviously have no idea where they are in those rankings.
1: that pretty much got the lucha bros their title match so that's Just true. Saying.
0: Um, the the team... rankings
1: make no sense. They could put them at one tomorrow and no one would bat an eye.
0: Uh, t- the number five ranking is FTR at eight and two. So, you know, a couple more wins before the end of the year. Maybe we'll get a challenge. Um, all Let's right. Stay, uh, next match, Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Malachi Black gets the victory uh, against Cody Rhodes in 11 I minutes go first. and 25 seconds.
1: Go right ahead. I did not enjoy this that much Ooh. it was fine it was fine uh I'm
0: why did happy why not? won
1: i'm happy malachi won i don't know i guess i was still on a high honestly <laughs> I, mean, I was still on a high from a certain uh kickoff to the show and you know having to watch cody potentially win of course he didn't but you know i'm wa- i'm sitting there watching this I'm like ah, oh, shit brandy's back this means he's going to win like that's and then the spot with uh, art anderson where <laughs> he fell <laughs> and then he got back up just to fall again i was like oh my God, <laughs> uh, my favorite
0: thing in the world is like just that botchmania moment of of you know you you, just, you you basically you basically screw up the spot and then redo it and the spot is the exact
1: same thing it was so bad like that that's all i remember i i understand like they have to protect cody and not have malachi go over with like hitting his finish and using the mist and whatever but for me for me, this is fine as long as Malachi can go do something else now because I'm done with the road stuff. I'm I don't need it anymore. Cody needs to do something. Cody Cody needs a lot.
0: Well, let's talk. Me. Let's talk about Cody real quick. Cody is the... oh, you're
1: it? only smoking mirrors.
0: You're only smoking mist. Um, so Cody Rhodes was the big topic of debate coming out of this exactly. show. Uh, a lot of booze for Cody. Uh, he started embracing it during the match.
1: Dude, he dressed as like Homelander.
0: I know, and I think boys called him out for it too. Um, do you think? Do you one? Do you care? Two? Uh, I think it's. I think that's the number one point. Is do you care at all? Two? Do you think uh, Cody should go more definitive on that heel side? Uh, do you think he should turn? Quote unquote.
1: Do you, want a, do you want a secret? Which sure. isn't really a secret. Um, you remember when Cody and Omega were feuding? Yes. And they had like the team Cody, Team Kenny thing.
0: Yes. Bullet I have is a, fine. I
1: ha- I have a team Cody shirt. Ooh, really? Yeah. So so the funny thing is I really like Cody as a heel. Like I think he's so much better as a heel than a baby face. Um, because he's very good at you know, he's very good at promos and what not and his wrestling is it, it's there it, it, you know he's not going to have the match of the year but I think he's solid enough and I always thought that he should have been world champion in WWE I go back that far I think he had that potential and they just never saw it of course so when he won the ROH world championship I was very happy yeah. um, I, I liked Cody up until I <sighs> probably AEW because then i just didn't care i love his match with dust by the way i, I want to start that off so i enjoyed that No, oh, up until the mjf stuff i mm. that's when i you lost me like i just didn't care enough uh but yes i think cody should go heel i think he would be the perfect top heel to get someone over but then there's the point of would he actually be a top heel Uh um, he to me is a perfect challenger to hangman page like that is a legitimately per- and i know the title match thing but if he's a heel he could be like well i'm an evp i'm giving myself a title match blah 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 um and i know he's been like adamant of course recently i'm not going to turn heel but you know that's what everyone says and then they turn heel so i think that's where he needs to go i think he needs to continue to embrace it because it makes for a better character it makes him have a real role on the show which i don't think he's had since the tnt championship stuff has ended yeah um and i thought he was a i thought he was a really good tnt champion you know i thought i liked the open challenge I don't know if that's what he called it, but I liked the idea of wrestling every week. I always thought those were good. Um, yeah, he's gotta he's gotta embrace heel, heel Cody because heel Cody to me was always the best Cody.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think heel Cody is the best Cody in general. I think that is what made him a star, and I think that's I agree. I think that's what he needs right now, and I and they're I think they're teasing for it. I think Cody. Is a smart enough guy to recognize that, like, hey, I'm getting a lot of questions of when are you going to turn heel, which basically right. means a lot of people are like, hey, can you turn heel, please? I I would prefer that. Yeah. Um. And I the and the and the heat is this is, the heat for the heel turn for Cody is not turning heel, right? Yeah. Like in a weird way, you can argue that he's turned. He is a heel, and the he's heat at the is, Roman
1: Reigns point right now.
0: Where, sorry, people, like, the John he, Cena point. I, he, I've seen that similarity as well. Well,
1: he's... Okay, so I said Roman Reigns because, like... <laughs> well, I'm saying John he, Cena because Cody was, Ro- Cody Rose was over at one point. Uh, boom. This is true. Roman Reigns wasn't over until he was a heel. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair, actually. Yeah. Good point.
0: But it, Good point. it's the same sort of idea of that he's getting rejected, and I think that's mm. the heat. And I think Cody is a smart enough guy, and I trust enough that... He recognizes that that's the heat right now,
1: Ooh, you know what's a good comparison Bailey, Bailey. she was getting boo- she was getting booed, yeah, towards the end of her baby face run, And she, we know she was over ridiculously at one point, so uh-huh. I think Bailey's a good shout, actually, but John Cena, I only say not John Cena because John Cena' like here, mhm look and then and then Cody's like. here in terms of star quality.
0: Yeah, I mean he's I mean John
1: his... C is like here and then everyone else is like here still let's be fair.
0: John C is a Hall of Famer. Um I thought this match was good unlike you. I thought this match was uh solid. Perfect. I <laughs> I enjoyed Malachi Black here. I'm intrigued where he goes in the future. I have a feeling that Christopher Daniels the Fallen Angel will be joining him in this House Ooh. of Black faction.
1: I'm hoping that becomes a faction. That's where I'm at.
0: When you call something the House of Black, it has big faction energy.
1: The so, Game of Thrones energy.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm expecting a faction of some sort. I think Fallen Angel could be a good right-hand man to Malachi mm-hmm. Black. Uh, with him. Like MJF that. versus Brian Pillman Jr. Uh... MGF wins in nine minutes and five seconds. Most people hated this match. I thought it was okay. <laughs> you know?
1: When nine minutes too long. Yeah. No what one was, listen, like this was the ultimate filler match. No one, no one. I'm this is gonna sound terrible. No one cares about Brian Pillman Jr. Not assault. This was just
0: This was a great match to follow the opener.
1: <laughs> it, yes, yes, <laughs> it was, that it was because no one cared. Um, it, I have just a weird like thing with MJF because everything he does lately, I don't care about, <laughs> like, I just do not care, and I want to, but. Uh, your 17th match with Chris Jericho and your feud with Brian Pillman Jr. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. I just can't get myself to like that. Um, his, his, I don't know if you've noticed this, but his involvement or lack thereof with the pinnacle has been odd. Like, I feel like the pinnacle is like not a thing right now. Because he's been, with Wardlow only, it feels like, since that, since, you know, when he had Sean Spears face Jericho in the one of the labors. Like, I feel yeah, like he doesn't labor. talk, when he doesn't talk about the pinnacle at all, and instead it's just him and Wardlow at all times. Uh, it's, it's weird to me, because they're doing different feuds for that faction. Mm-hmm. But... And I guess you could say the same for the inner circle, you know, like Sammy's doing one thing and Santana, and I think that's how you should do factions. But I completely forgot MJF was in the Pinnacle until uh, the other day.
0: I. I don't. I'm. I'm, No, I'm scared of the take. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. The take isn't ready. The take chapter doesn't have enough fuel. I'm not ready for the take yet. What was the, I wanted ah. there there's something there's a take about Mjf somewhere because you bring up the Cody feud, you bring up the Pinnacle Jericho feud. and I think there's a take somewhere about Mjf and how he has been. Uh, if you subtract so if you put subtract his promos, which are also kind of I don't want to say hit or miss. I think they hit more than they miss.
1: My favorite comparison of him. Is to the Miz. I heard someone say that, and I was like, you know, hard to deny because, like, the Miz, what he, the Miz is good at is promos. That is it. And I don't get me wrong, Miz has a lot of bad promos because you know he's in WWE. He's not going to you know tear into someone a new one. But the general idea of them I, is I, that, yeah, I, miss- I think I think MJF is higher. Yeah. In terms of, you know, promo quality. Um, even though, like, you know, most of his heel stuff is like hanging. It's just, it's the obvious heel stuff to use, but it works. Um, I just like that comparison because I have a tough time caring about what Miz does, and I have a tough time caring what MJF does.
0: I, I was going to say, though, I was like, I think MJF is a better wrestler. But then I was like, well, we're also talking AEW, WWE wrestling style. So, of course, he's going to be coming off like a better wrestler.
1: I can name. Yeah, I was going to say I can name like a match that I like better of MJFs than the misses.
0: I'm not going to commit to this take yet, but I think there's there is some sort of argument here that's like, you know, maybe we need to do a retrospective of like how we actually feel about MJF because he can get I, heat. I mean, I don't blame obvious. him. I think he's doing a good job of getting heat and all that jazz but like are the programs landing all the time with this guy
1: here's the here's my thing the elite are such better heels than mjf in my opinion i think the way they do make heat happen for you know a group that is has three of the most well now four of the most popular wrestlers in AEW and they're able to get yeah well exactly well well the thing about adam cole is he's gonna get cheered no matter what but the other three the the main elite they are able to get booed and if you told me you were gonna manage to get kenny omega to a point where he could get booed every single time he shows up i would not have believed you but he has done really good at being a his heel work is like so weird because he's kind of a geek But at the same time, like he can just say, like, yeah, I'm the best wrestler in the world. And everyone's like, well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think Callus does a lot of good work for him. Yeah. I Um, think Callus is the real help here. Um, So the MJF thing, I went on my tangent last week about him and Adam Cole. um, And I guess we're going on a little thing here of like, where does he go? Uh, I will say the one feud that I have enjoyed of MJFs is the. Seemingly ended, never fully completed feud between him and Sammy Guevara. I always enjoyed that story when they were doing the Inner Circle stuff. Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah, I think I'm disappointed that we didn't get a full ending there. Hmm. Um,
1: they had a great match. That's true.
0: I think MJF and if Sammy wins the TNT title, I think MJF versus Sammy could be a solid feud. Mm-hmm. Speaking about solid feuds opener of the show was brian danielson taking on kenny omega in a non-title match this match ended for in a 30 minute draw
1: i want you i want you to know i want you to know that you completely messed up my brain going backwards on this show you're welcome because i was so prepared to talk about this when the time came and then you asked me about Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, and I was like, oh, God.
0: I, I like keeping you on your toes, man. Yeah, but, like,
1: I had no takes ready. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, the tape copter
0: just, was, like, <laughs> was like, oh, we're going here? No, we're going here.
1: But, yeah. I'll. Hmm.
0: Brian Danielson go. versus Kenny Omega. Um, probably the best TV match all year, easily, I could say. Probably the best TV match in best AEW
1: history, maybe? Best TV match of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, this match was ridiculous. This match was ridiculous. I, The chess of each individual were minced meat. The, the just Ew. the, Brian Danielson said it. He's like, I'm out here to kick people. I'm out I'm here to destroy people. And, you know, the crowd's figuring it out uh, with Brian Danielson. And He's never going to knock
1: do. it. Yes. That's just, it's locked in yeah. forever.
0: Which I I think is a, a slight problem, but you know it's not that big of a deal because he's still he's, it means also he's over. But uh, yeah, it's Brian Danielson is an amazing wrestler. This is the return of old Brian Danielson of old, and Kenny Omega just insane. That V trigger from the running off the ramp looked like a murder scene. It this match. I mean everyone's talked it to death, I guess, but it's it's just it's just so
1: well this is good. our chance to talk it to death.
0: So fucking good.
1: This okay, so I've said this a few times this week.
0: Should we just what get week? our match of the weeks it? out of the way right now?
1: <laughs> just, um, well, make up for some I mean, I'll I would pick something different just so that we could be different. Sure. And, you know, name two. But this is pro wrestling. This yeah. is Everything that makes professional wrestling great. And the scary part is they have a better match in them. Yes. That was my biggest takeaway when this ended. I was like, man, you know, one day, whenever they decide to run this back, which will probably be within the next year at the very most they are going to go 15 more minutes over the 30 minute time limit at least which is just so much more to dissect each other and tell a further story but the basis of the story in this match was who is the best mm-hmm. and that is all you need for these two yeah it was fantastic and my whole thing when i was watching it was this this version of Brian has never left. He was able to be the be- one of the best wrestlers in the world while in WWE, while under the restrictions. Like he was still considered it's one of the best in the world. Good point. So the moment he steps out, he has one match, one match, and Dave Meltzer has already given five, he gave it five stars, first ever time first time ever i don't know why i said backwards i'm just all messed up that danielson has got a five-star match for melzer yeah which is a big deal and he uh he hasn't seen every you know ring of honor match probably like that's just not true and if he did he might find one in there so on and so forth but my whole point is brian danielson might have one of the best Final runs of a career we ever see. It took one match to have a match of the year contender. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And like, I think he's in WWE. Like, if you had a WWE top five match of the year, um, not including NXT, because NXT, I think, you know, the Dragon of and Walter match takes that, takes the cake on that one. He's probably in three or four of them. Like, that's how good. He was for them, and now he's no more restrictions, no more being held back. The way he closes this year will be very interesting to me, uh, but even more so, what is he able to do? You know, now that he's going to have all these new opponents. Like he wrestled the best day, night one. We have to, of course, recognize that, but this was on TV. This was on TV and they did this. Yeah. And there's restrictions that come with a TV match. I think we can both agree to that. Like you have to work. And I think the way they put this on the show was perfectly. All you had was one commercial at the 20 minute mark and it was picture in picture. So it didn't even affect you. Uh, It did like if you didn't feel like, you know, paying full attention to the picture in picture.
0: But all it was was just selling. It was it was just selling on the outside for that entire ninety seconds. Perfect yep. pacing, this match.
1: Yeah, it, this is professional wrestling. Like this is, and I, you know, when we do this show, we don't talk about like star ratings, whatever. But like this, well, of course,
0: b- besides Tomatonga versus Chase Owens, three right? Stars. Of course,
1: of course, uh, the, yeah. Of course. Um, this, you know, if you are looking at matches of the year, that's how we'll look at this. Yeah. It is probably in nine out of 10 people's top tens at the very least. That's how good this was. And they have a better match left in them.
0: You're right. We talked about this before. We talked about this last week. We talked about it on Twitter. This is an appetizer. This is an appetizer that eventually we'll get the full course. Full course meal and boy, howdy, we are going to be full of stars. I'm I'm kind of losing the metaphor here, but uh, my question for you then, Scotty, is when does that match take place? Are we is is it because presumably it would be for the title? Obviously, we have to build up to get there. Um, full gear was the discussion at one point by Meltzer, who has not gotten a lot of information right as of late, but it's a, a so just a point to be said there. But full gear is one point. Full gear is a spot that's there available. Do, but there's also Paige. That's the I story think, we all feel. But when does this match happen again and what happens?
1: I okay. So when do we get I, this again? I think they're in an interesting spot with Page now that he's been gone for so long that they almost have to work him back to that title shot. I don't think he can just come right back in and be put in the picture. I think there's a story with the dark order that he needs to attend to. I think that is where that story should go. I think him coming back, working to get them back, working to get himself back, you know, getting his full confidence, because of course, as we saw, it's not like he lost his confidence. He was gaining it and he was ready to go. And then he got crushed. So I think if they want to do Danielson versus Omega at full gear, you can further push the story to revolution or, or, and you know, it's not crazy to think that they don't do it on a pay-per-view only because Kenny Omega won the title on television. We have to remember that. So I think hangman and Kenny needs to be on pay-per-view. I think revolution is the place to work for, for that at this point, because he's been gone for so long. And I think you run it back. I think you do Omega Danielson two at full gear. You have them just go 60 minute time limit. Not, no, they do not go to another draw. That's not what I'm saying. I think, you know, they go 45 minutes. Omega wins. End of story. I think that's actually a good way to go. If they want to do this though, they cannot switch the title. That is all I'm saying. You, the end story still needs to be, Hangman Page being champion.
0: I, I agree. I completely agree. I actually really like Revolution being that spot. I would prefer Full Gear, but I get it. We got Brian Danielson in there. You had this match. You can yeah, sell pay per views this way. <laughs> you know, I don't blame them if they're like, let's you know, let's
1: make this a title match. We're a month and a half from the pay per view. You can't. Unless Hangman comes back, like, next week, to me, you need a proper build. You don't want and I think that's an AEW problem. I think proper builds to pay-per-views haven't always been there. Like, you know, that Kenny Orange-Cassidy pack match was just thrown together, um, for example. With Hangman, you need – and they were on tap to do that. Like, the uh, massive tag team uh, tag match awesome. That was great build. Yep. Um, when they decimated him, great build. So I think they have that locked in, but they I want more than, oh, he came back, and then two weeks, the match is made. Yeah. No, I think yeah. he comes back, you give them at least a month build, um, and I think the Dark Order stuff, you can use that to your advantage here and have him work there, you know, get all them together as a family, and that's ultimately what gets Hangman to the point of finally winning uh yeah but they're they're in such a good situation yeah like they don't have a bad choice of what to do at full gear if they went with hangman awesome if they went with danielson awesome like there is oh, nothing
0: it's a win-win either way
1: yeah and i don't see how you break away from the danielson story now they went to a draw And they still are, you know, feuding back and forth. So I don't know how you fully break away from that. Um, However, I have thought about it a little bit. Maybe if they want to do the hang, which I don't think you do. I think the Danielson title match makes a lot of sense before hangman. They could always do like Cole and Danielson because the elite stuff, like they could always do that, but that probably won't happen because I think you want that 60 minute time limit uh title match at full gear
0: yeah um well we're running out of time here today scotty uh would... holy shit yeah oh yeah we're would you like to we just
1: don't let's just not preview extreme rules
0: i was just for the ass i was like do you want to do rampage or extreme rules
1: we'll just talk about extreme rules next week there's there's no reason to preview roman wins lol all right moving on <laughs> <laughs> like that was the only like prediction that mattered yeah, in my opinion, because everything else feels, you know, ca- but, you know, the Ice demon cold. aspect makes people think, oh, is, is Roman going to lose? Roman shouldn't lose. Roman will not lose. Dude, I don't think Roman should lose. There you go. You're yeah. welcome.
0: The preview for that match just be me being frustrated that the demons back and he should not be back. And it just I still think win.
1: I still think that's Finn's idea to get it killed. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I think he wants it to lose and the demon to just be dead,
0: please. Well, then let's go over to Rampage Grand Slam and kick that to the curb. This
1: was a better overall show.
0: Um, I was light on it, and maybe it's because I watched it live, and I was super tired watching it. <laughs> I, was just, yeah, I was like, why am I doing this? Not I 10
1: p.m. Like,
0: mm. Yeah. I, my, my take there is they shouldn't do this two hours again. I mean, if they, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It, 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 I don't Yeah, know what the ratings are, obviously. We'll find out on Monday, but... Uh, I'm very intrigued to see how that that you know those ratings are, and how that goes on. Um, I think the
1: only reason I say it's a better show is because it had two matches I enjoyed instead of one.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say there's some good stuff. Three in there.
1: matches, three matches, uh, two and a half.
0: Um, it's just the longer the show went on, the more tired I was. It was midnight when this is ending. I was like, come on, guys, come on.
1: Yeah, classic AEW going and, to midnight on a show.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, well, I mean, let's start with the main event. Lights Out Tag Team Match. Eddie Kingston and John Jon Moxley defeating Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Fifteen. I like how minutes. we keep going backwards. <laughs> I love it. 15 minutes and 10 seconds uh, with the help of Homicide making a, a, a debut sure. or something.
1: Sure, why not? Made sense.
0: It I works. Guess. It works here, but... Part of the reason why I didn't like staying up this much, and that's me being an old man, is that like, look, like I was I was more concerned about how tired I was than homicide being here. Also, it was weird. Like he didn't really. I was I was expecting it made more of homicide. Negative
1: sense to me. It uh, when his music hit and all he did was like hand him a chair. I was like,
0: yeah, I was just like, why are you here though? Oh, just like for the pop, I guess. I don't know. It just. Yeah, seemed weird.
1: It, Um, It it was also.
0: It was also. I tweeted this out. It was a AEW versus New Japan
1: match with Ring of Honor.
0: Well, I was going to say (laughs) that not just with a Ring of Honor guy, but a match that helped build a GCW match between Homicide and Minoru Suzuki that already happened that ended forty five minutes before this match aired.
1: Doesn't make sense they it does i was so confused yeah. man the match was like whatever i barely remember most of it i'm not gonna lie to you like it was just fine uh it sure. was good it was good uh, yeah you yeah, know I I, mean,
0: I I thought it was good at least
1: yeah i mean good is uh, sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> moving right yeah. along penelope ford versus anna J. I'm Terrible. gonna uh, say it again. I know I said it before about like you know a little little concern, but you know it was against the bunny and not many be- and not people like the bunny. I know you don't really like the Ford, but I thought Ford could be better. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Ford wins here of beating j in six minutes forty eight seconds. This match stunk. I thought this
1: match was That's worse. Six I thought minutes.
0: Yes, I thought this match was worse than the Bunny match. I did too, but not by much. So but, bad, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Uh, I'm really concerned about Anna J now. I, I thought I I, I was oh, pushing for her to be a title winner at one point to defeat Sheeta. Oh no! And now, now I'm like, <laughs> oh, now no. I'm, now i my, I'm out, I'm out on Anna J.
1: I'm not con. Okay, so I'm not like concerned about her because it's still very, she's still very raw. Like I think that's that's what she is like she's still very new to wrestling so like she's still a ways away um she's not very good at all um you know i watch enough non-aew women's wrestling to know she's not good yeah <laughs> yeah uh and I think you don't even have to watch, you know, an all-women's promotion to know that she's not good. <laughs> like, I, well, you I do watch think, WWE to know she's not good.
0: <laughs> I do think Anna Jay has something there. Um,
1: she's got the character work down. I give yeah, her that.
0: Yeah, definitely. But I think the problem with Anna Jay right now is.
1: She's still working her way back too. She's still working her
0: way back. She ne- has never wrestled in front of crowds, and because of the the shows, mm-hmm. she's wrestling in front of the biggest crowds of her life with twenty thousand people. It
1: was a. It was, yeah, so I this, don't need to see an Anna J match on TV for a while.
0: This is her third match since. This is her third match in these kind of crowds, and she's wrestled uh, at Arthur Ashe. She wrestled at the uh, not the United Center, whatever. Uh, the now arena and whatever other match, whatever the show that was, um, where she faced the bunny. Um, she's wrestled in front of like tens of thousands of people, uh, in like three matches, and she's never wrestled that much. I, I, I don't know if I'm gonna blame it on that completely, but it's, I don't know. I, I'm glad Ford wins. Then we're going to a tag match this Wednesday on Dynamite but I, uh, yeah. they are. Yeah. It's going to do Pen- Penelope Ford and the bunny versus Anna Jay and Ty Conti. Oh I want, I hope that's God. the end of it. Honestly, Dude. honestly, I want, this is here. Here's my issue. I want more women's wrestling on the show. Me, you know, but maybe Serena Deeb was right. Maybe some of these women need to get more training under their belt because this oh was not that good. They
1: have the wrestlers to be on TV though. I agree. They just don't <laughs> put them on TV.
0: I agree. Like I think Ty Conti can be on TV. I think she'll be the best part of that tag match.
1: Yeah, I mean, easily, because she's the best one. Oh, my God. What does the Bunny have on Tony Khan? What does she have? She's on every show and she stinks. Like, Anna Jay has an excuse. She's new. Like, she's very new to wrestling still. Yeah The Bunny's been wrestling for, like, a decade. And she, she's, as MJF likes to say, mid. She's very mid.
0: Sixteen years.
1: Oh, she's wrestled for sixteen years. According to cage match. Oh, I feel so bad. Oh, she's not good. Uh Oh, oh, I need to stop. You know what? She
0: is the veteran of the match. She will be. I've already given
1: too much time to Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford. Uh, just no. Just stop, please. With. The
0: team of Santana and Ortiz and Penta El Zero Miedo and Ray Phoenix with, of course, the legendary uh, manager Alex Aberhantes defeat the team of Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, the Blade, and the Butcher.
1: I like how you get the Aberhantes praise in every single show. That is on point every time, too. Uh, This was fine. I mean, it was was a fun tag. That's really all this was supposed to be. Uh, Yeah. You know. Yeah. they're they're slowly going to work their way to uh lucha bros versus lax that is the match that is the one that actually made people look at impact for like a couple months at one point a few years ago mm-hmm. uh that is going to be great and i like that they're both in a baby face role right now i think i think they're both very likable teams um yeah. i think the lucha bros you can call them whatever you want uh but i think santana and ortiz really are good as baby faces so uh yeah and i'm interested to see uh how long they wait because the fact that they even teamed tells me that you know they're working their way towards that story
0: i'm expecting full gear but i guess we'll see what sort of plays out there uh men of the year ethan page and scorpio sky defeat the team of chris jericho and jake hager after the match, uh uh Dan Lambert's squad comes out and just wreck shop over Hager and Jericho with uh Jorge Masvidal. thank you, given the knee an omega level knee strike at the end there. I'll be honest, that was maybe the best part of the entire event. Uh not the entire event, awesome. the entire the entire section here on the card. That knee yeah. was insane. Yeah, I
1: think for me like with the Lambert stuff which I have not really cared for it's always been about are they actually going to let the MMA guys like do something or are they just going to keep showing up and looking like idiots I'm happy that they actually did something and Masvidal is such a easy fit into pro wrestling because mm-hmm. if you've ever followed anything he's ever done he he's very uh, charismatic um and it, he got a he got a decent pop. You know, you know, this is a bunch of wrestling fans, and he got a very good pop. So I don't know if he's gonna wrestle a match um or if he's just gonna, you know, kill people with a knee once in a while. Uh I would like the Dan Lambert stuff to just end. That would be cool. That would be my preference. I'm, just
0: I'm enjoying it. I, I, I haven't enjoyed the Dan Lambert oh, stuff too oh, much. You enjoy but...
1: men of the year?
0: Oh no, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Well, oh, you kind
1: of did. You're like I'm, Dan Lambert's team is men of the year.
0: I, what I enjoy of it so far is the idea of the MMA people getting in the ring. I'm not a huge fan of Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky right now. <laughs> uh, I haven't been for a long time now, uh, but I haven't been a huge fan of it. But this beat down of all the MMA guys piqued my interest.
1: Would I'll you say. like me to put you on the spot? Sure. What's the last Scorpio Sky match you enjoyed? Am I allowed to look at my ratings <laughs> to uh, figure yeah, that out? Yeah, good luck finding one, buddy.
0: I can't think of one. I'm going to look through Cage Match real quick because I got to. I don't. I can't think of a, a Scorpio Sky match that I've enjoyed because
1: that tells me everything I need to know.
0: Uh, Scorpio Sky. Hold on, Scorpio Sky wrestled a match in July, Amazing Junior Benefit Show where he lost to Lil Cholo. Oh, look at that. Um. Anyways, incredible. Uh, Hmm. Let's see. I mean... I mean... (laughs) A lot of matches on Elevation. I mean, I liked the Sting Darby match at Double or Nothing, but it wasn't... I didn't like it because of Page and Scorpio Sky.
1: I liked the Ethan Page match. But this isn't about Ethan Page. This is about Scorpio Sky.
0: I liked... I don't remember anything about the Darby Scorpio Sky thing, but I like the heel turn. You
1: know what you're telling me? Mm -hmm. Scorpio Sky just is there. That's all he is. Much like Frankie Kazarian. He's just there. He's not. He's a veteran that you can put in and he won't be bad, but he's not going to give you something that you're going to remember. And I understand, like people like Scorpio Sky, and they were hoping he would finally get a push to the top. But listen, people, there's a reason he's never been at the top of a company. Wow. He's a good hand. That is what he is. He is a better hand than like a Sean Spears, in my opinion. Um, I, he's, I'm, I'm just being honest with everybody. He's just fine. He's just there. I don't need to see him in a feud. That's just me, especially when you bring in all these people for AEW. You just have so many better options than Scorpio Sky now.
0: Yeah, it's frustrating because it is like, and, and I think Scorpio Sky is one of those guys where the startup promotion where they needed people, he was a good push. Uh, and, I'll, you know, I'll just say this real quick. He also, you know, they don't have a lot of African-American representation in, the, in AEW. And he was a guy that was there. And now yep. it's like he's kind of get pushed to this weird tag team with even page, who I think even page is not that great. Um, It's frustrating because it, I think what I'm also trying to say is that, like, not everyone's going to be a huge star. And Scorpio Sky, I don't know what he's missing. I, I think for a little bit, it was also he's the- very dry. Yeah. There's not there is no. People say he's really charismatic, but it doesn't click with me, you know. And I don't, I it, these, you know, these things are missing for me. This guy has been wrestling for 19 years. Next year is going to be his 20 year anniversary. Um,
1: my my biggest, this isn't even a compliment. Like to me, Scorpio Sky's role in AEW. Like his maximum role is a title challenger for the TNT championship. That is a good match that the champion wins. That to me is what Scorpio Sky is. And that's listen, not everyone can spot. be world,
0: that's not everyone
1: spot. can be world champion. That needs to be realized. There's, it doesn't happen for everybody. Um, I wish you know, they did more I guess they wish they gives they gave Scorpio Sky more of an attempt in the heel character than just putting him back in a tag team. Cause he left SCU and then literally like two months later, he was back in a tag team. And again, I just I pretty much just I didn't mean to like bury the poor guy. I just think he's not he doesn't fit the bill of I need to watch his matches. I need to. And, and that's really tough in the world of AEW.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving right along, we got the six-man tag team match. Trios match with the super click of Adam Cole, Matt, and Nick Jackson. De- going against, I was going to say defending, but we don't have those titles yet. Uh, against Christian Cage and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, They put a lot of Jungle Boy in here. I thought he looked real good. Jungle Boy's thickening. The thickening of Jungle Boy is happening right before the eyes. Mm -hmm. Christian was fine. Luchasaurus is over like Rover. He is. He Um, really is.
1: But, uh, and he's great. Him and Jungle Boy are very over, and that is a credit to AEW. They've been over since, like, the first year.
0: But Adam Cole, Mr. Mister like Rover himself, uh, and Matt and Nick Jackson, just great. Just great. Just like, Ugh. so you just got there. Adam Cole didn't really like do too much, but it was like, oh, perfect. That's fine. Matt and Nick Jackson, just destroy these guys.
1: He didn't need to do too much. What he needed to do was the winning stuff, and that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, I love the Super Click. I just, I adore them as a trio. I think. That is the perfect spot for the Young Bucks right now. I think that's the perfect spot for Adam Cole right now. Um, it's no secret Adam Cole is going to be a world champion in AEW, uh, but I like the way they are put. I've I've really liked the way they've used Punk, Danielson, and Cole mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Which you know those are the big three of additions. Of course, um, I think this match was just so entertaining uh jungle boy you know i understand your gripes with him and it's more of you wanting him to win it's not even you saying he's bad it's more you're just like you wanting to do stuff you know learn how to cut promos yeah like it's it's what he needs to do he's everything that mjf is not and it goes the other way to me like they both have they would be a great you know if you morph them together oh boy oh boy that's a very good wrestler yeah um it that's like that's i think my problem with mjf is kind of like you with jungle boy in the sense that it you just need the next step in some sort of way you need something to fully grip on and i i agree with you that jungle boy needs a major win uh guess what that's not coming on dynamo (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so either man if it it did this is actually a time where i'd like legitimately be like really like this is this is the big match you gave him out of all of them you gave him adam cole Uh, but adam cole is huge and you know adam Adam cole's popularity is bigger than like everyone on your roster including brian danielson cm punk kenny omega like you want to go down the list of his popularity uh but i know it's like a lot of it has to do with the taunt of yelling adam cole baby but the music the moment his music hits people just lose their minds. Um, and then they do the boom stuff and whatever. Uh, I liked this match a lot. I liked that they didn't pin jungle boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my too. biggest mistake actually. Cause usually he just eats the pin. Yeah. And I think they are slowly learning that he can't always eat the pin. Like he needs to, and he looked great in this match. I think he works very well with the young bucks. Um, from you know the couple matches they've had and i thought the way they pretty much killed luchasaurus was just a fantastic ending uh you know cole hits the panama sunrise BTE trigger by the bucks and then the boom which is the formerly called the last shot knee to the back of the head um i think that's going to turn out Wonderfully when the fans Figure out and go boom when he hits it Because that will be an awesome Moment every time uh, but man You know Cole He He came in and Just fit right in yeah because He had that previous Time and I Think everyone knew it was only a matter of Time before he got there um, I'm just very happy about This Match as a whole
0: I agree. I think it was the best match on the card. Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was a very very good match. Uh, makes me excited for the Trios matches. Uh, I'm interested to see where anything happens. Let's have uh, Adam Cole beat Christian Cage for the title. Why not? Who cares? Uh, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Yeah. Jo- well, no, yeah, needs, yeah man, we all know it needs to be Josh Alexander. It's um, oh, going oh, but, oh, to be. Oh, but Josh Alexander versus Adam Cole. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And yeah, Jungle Boy was also there. Uh, moving into the first match of the night uh, is CM Punk making his television debut in seven years against Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, CM Punk getting the win in 13 minutes and 35 seconds. I thought this was another good match. I thought that this was, um, uh, for me, on par with the Derby match. Um, I thought Hobbs looked good here. Uh, there, there was some like kind of shakier stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am okay with that Um, You know, it's It wasn't like, you know, nothing too crazy Nothing consistent You know, just it felt like a mistake So, uh, but otherwise I think Punk was fine, Return of the Trunks also So that's always fun Yeah Uh, I think, you uh, you know, I thought it
1: was good Hobbs is a star Like, that's what I got out of this Like I know he lost and he can lose because this is CM Punk people. Like I know people were freaking out about the Darby stuff. I was like, oh, Darby should beat CM Punk, and I was like, no, no, he shouldn't. Um, And the same goes here. Like Hobbs should not beat CM Punk, but Hobbs in the biggest match of his career, not nothing comes close he showed up and I thought he had a good showing. Uh, I think he hits a great spine buster, um, which is just like one of my random takeaways from all the uh, squash matches. I see him do. Yeah. Um, oh because yeah. Cause that's what he wins with. But I thought they had a really good match here. Punk knows how to work with pretty much anyone in a sense that, you know, Hobbs is a bigger dude and Hobbs does different things. And I think they worked a really good match and that's, my my biggest takeaway besides you know Hobbs being a star is Punk hasn't missed a beat. He hasn't stepped he still got it as the fans like the chant and I'm wondering if the goal is Ricky Starks or not because it
0: definitely feels like the goal
1: right now or at
0: least one of the goals is Punk versus
1: Hook. <laughs> Yeah, well that's the fans' goal more than anything else. But There's, I
0: mean Punk's teasing it too. Like it it's well, yeah, like well,
1: no, they asked they, they did a Q and A. Punk did a Q and A the other day and they're just like, Why aren't you fighting Hook? He's like he's underage <laughs> I was like, you know, fair point. Uh I the here's the thing with Starks is I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know if his neck is acting up. Ooh, uh, no, it's actually
0: Brian Cage. Uh, well, I know that.
1: Well, but when's the last time he wrestled? Starks.
0: Um,
1: I can look that up. Did he wrestle on Darker Elevation? Maybe he did at the tapings. And I just didn't see him, uh, which is very possible. Um, because I are you, are you asking you know, when the last time Starks wrestled, or the yeah, last? Time's... I don't give I don't give a shit about when the last time Brian Cage wrestled. What up? what a.
0: Ricky Starks, um, he won the title against Brian Cage at Dynamite at Fighter Fest in mid-July. And then Ricky Starks had one match at the Dark Tapings. uh, Okay, so he must be fine. Which doesn't seem to have aired yet.
1: Okay, so he's fine. That's good. Uh, Well, because when they put him on commentary, I got scared. I, I definitely got a little nervous. I was like, is there are they just trying to find him something to do because he might not be, you know, a hundred percent? Is there but clearly I, I, it's more of the Brian Cage stuff. Yeah, I think it's
0: more knows. so that they're they're waiting to see if Brian Cage will be okay to go soon. If not, they can just pivot straight into punk.
1: You know what they should just do? They should just move on from Brian Cage because he adds legitimately nothing to their roster. Oh, did I say that out loud? You said the quiet part out loud, yeah. Oh, shoot. You're,
0: Damn it. you're burying so many people on this program today.
1: Well, I just raised up Ricky Starks. I think Ricky Starks is great. I think he is the full package. He's a good wrestler. Uh, he's a good talker. I think he's been great on commentary. I think him and Taz are a hoot on Rampage. Uh, I like Team Taz a lot, yeah. and I saw someone make the take the other day. I think I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. It still breaks my brain that The team Taz the worst faction in AEW. No, and first of all, (laughs) wrong. Second of all, the Hardy family office exists. Third, wrong. I love Team Taz. I think they just need to start winning.
0: Yeah, I I think they just don't have enough of a
1: presence. Mm -hmm. I think that's more the issue. They need to add a new member. I think. Yeah, his hook can't wrestle. At least you're real, they're really just a team they're not even a te- well you know, like, it says in the name team Tennis. well yeah but like they're not like we consider them a faction they're really just two guys <laughs> there are two guys in hook yeah like and I, I understand hook is you know this godlike figure to people but like it's just two people right now
0: if you who's your dream team taz uh uh inclusion to close Lee out Moriarty the hmm Lee Moriarty and Team Taz.
1: I think he'd be great.
0: That's very interesting.
1: I don't know. He's a, he's, he's a better baby face, but like, I just think you want to get him in a big role right off the bat. And what faction needs someone? I don't, and he's probably going to end up in a faction. I just feel like that's the best role for him, you know, to learn the ropes and get on TV. Yeah. Uh, team Taz and that that goes the um you know uh African-American representation thing on AEW I think you know you put Moriarty in an important group which I think he's deserving of already I don't think he needs to prove to anyone that he should be you know featured you have Taz talk for him for now you got Hobbs
0: you got Stark in there too we got we got a whole faction like
1: that's a I think that would be a great spot for him. And like, I think if they were a trios
0: team, Taz does feel like it needs some sort of technical wrestler guy.
1: Mm -hmm. And because when Taz, I know he's like the suplex machine and whatnot, but I don't know. I just feel like he could work with Moriarty really well. Starks and it just feels Moriarty,
0: Moriarty and Hobbs is a tag team tag team champions yesterday. And then throw in Hook,
1: (laughs) Hook. Yes. Well, Hook's the world champion of the group, so of course, you know. Yeah, we're just just waiting. We're just counting down the days. I actually think Hobbs can like his maximum potential if all goes right. He could be uh, a great, you know, top top monster.
0: Um, Yeah, I think I think this time next year Hobbs can be a TNT champion. Mm,
1: Yeah, and I think Moriarty just popped into my head because you know you think of people not in a faction that could and you know be a heel be cocky i don't know why i just feel like moriarty would be really good at it yeah it would go away from like his indie stuff but like i don't think that matters now he's signed he's signed and
0: i don't know how Moriarty. moriarty i feel like he's gonna be oak is okay at promos i've only seen one promo from him um so maybe yeah. putting a promo guy like taz or even starks next to him could be helpful for me or a hook or Hook, Hook, the great talker that is Hook.
1: Ricky Starks. I mean, I.
0: It was so, it's me a so. good. It's a good get. It's a good get. I would agree.
1: Uh, did you have an answer to that question, or did I just? Were you just asking me because uh, the, you want me to name someone off the top of my? No, well, the correct answer is Paul White, but uh, you know, that's. Take it back! Take it back! <laughs> Take it back! I saw he was on a dark match.
0: Was he? Was he doing, yeah. doing dark tapings now? Paul White.
1: And yeah. he like squashed like Ricky Shane Page. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, we're getting a big show on the dark. Nice. I think he was on dark, his dark elevation tissue show to commentate.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at uh, the AEW roster right now, and honestly,
1: is Lee Moore already even on the roster page? <laughs> um,
0: no, not no, not yet. I mean, he because he he's he's been doing dark tapings, and then they said that they signed him, and then we haven't had the picture, the graphic. Oh yeah, you know, we're just waiting. Daniel
1: Garcia also hasn't had the graphic.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't think he's also signed that either. I think yeah, I, I he's losing championships though. He mm. lost the C four title. He lost the Limitless title.
1: There's clearly a sign there, people. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, he's actually the inspiration of why I think Lee Moriarty would be great in a faction because, you know, they put Garcia with 2.0, and it's worked out so well instantly. Like, uh, people love that group. And, you know, 2.0 being his dad is just their dad. They are his dad. It's very funny.
0: Fuck it. Let's just put Sonny Kiss and Team Taz. That's what I'm going to say let's why not who cares why not i could see that
1: actually go really well I i'm not gonna so... lie to you but she but sunny kiss to me is a very good baby face
0: i know but <laughs> let's do, But let's... you're
1: just like i need to pick someone
0: i want chaos yeah. to reign. you know that's that's where i'm at okay let's end this goddamn show we've been going for almost two and a half hours uh let's go <laughs> this is supposed to be a two-hour show it we went 30 minutes over <laughs> All right, just wrap it up. I am
1: I need to go to bed.
0: Um. Yes, I thank kid. you, everybody, for listening to Ring Post Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. You can follow Scotty here at Scott E, the letter E, wrestling, on Twitter as well. You can follow the network at Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe to this show and any of our other shows on Countout uh, by going to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you get podcasts, you can be found uh, and please subscribe. And if you can leave a review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Reviews are very important, a five star f- review, especially. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it there. They're very important on iTunes. Uh, the most important on iTunes is very weird. Um, but we would greatly appreciate it. Um, you can buy some uh, Ring Post radio stickers in the Cannot Merch store. We would greatly appreciate it. My match of the week was, uh, of course, the Adam, not Adam Cole, the Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega match.
1: He's Here, so over that you had to say his name.
0: I'm sure Adam Cole would face one of these guys soon, but I really enjoy the Brian Danielson match against Kenny Omega. Scotty, did you have a match of the week?
1: Yeah, I didn't say stardom last week, so I'll say uh, Sherry sure, Momo was great. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. obvious. Daniel, Danielson and, you know. was also pretty good to say the least so (laughs) can't go wrong with some matches from this past week and there's probably a g1 match that i'm not thinking of that i didn't watch yet maybe
0: ishii shingo you know is up there too Um,
1: that was last week
0: is that last week
1: it happened before we recorded last week i believe I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't care. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't, it's fine. It's not really a big deal. Let's just end the show.
0: Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We have to end on Scotty's Burr of the Week. Scotty. This has been a Countout Podcast.